You guys good? <clears throat> yeah, great. Just <laughs> Let's keep dating. talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I do have a question uh, for you two on this because some people have been asking, how did you guys get engaged? Can you guys tell the story of the proposal? Yeah, I forget how much I said before, but basically, um, do you want to tell it, Jen? Well, you should tell leading up to it. Okay. Um, So basically, at some point, Jen, I brought it up and I brought it up like pretty early on just like to be clear, like, hey, I think... uh, we're headed towards marriage and I'm pretty serious about this. So, you know, just make sure we're on the same page. And then at some point I said, um, you know, I do think we're ready to get engaged at some point soon. So what kind of rings do you like? So she pulled up like Pinterest, I think it was. And she had a couple pinned um, on a wedding board or something. So she just showed me, I think it was like two or three pictures of rings that she liked. Way more than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Cause I think there were like, Danny, Danny only had eyes for two or three. Of those. <laughs> yeah. like, those How, are like, the ones. Either way, it felt like you had two that you were like, you're like, yes for these. And then you're like, I like rings like, and then you were like Googling things. And then you were like pulling things up. You're like, kind of like this, kind of like that. But it was, it was already like locked in my brain because there was like at least one picture. You're like, this is like perfect. And I was like, all right, nice. So then I get home that night and I was like looking around and I was like, uh, all right, let me find something that's like that. So I go on um, <laughs> Blue Nile. This episode sponsored by Blue Nile. Um, and uh, I did like a couple other online ones and I like the, I'm a data man. Wait, what know? is Blue Nile though? I don't it's know basically just is. online rings. So um, there was some James something was you another one. The stone there were three and-, and, and you could pick each stone and you basically start by just looking for the diamond itself. And you can read the certificate of each one, the size, the cut, the this and that, um, the five C's or whatever it is. And I just like that because you could actually compare all of the different diamonds and see, hey, how far does money go for this stuff? How pure does it have to be to be an accurate symbol of our love? Um, and so then, uh, then I was like, oh, all right, cool. Well, I'm figuring out that this is the right shape, oval diamond, this will be great. And then they had some cool settings, a couple options that I thought looked good. So then I assemble it and we have a friend, uh, Gail, that I think a lot of the people go to. And I really wanted to go to her because my mom's like, oh yeah, she's the best. Um, and all our friends kind of know when it's time, you go to Gail and she'll bring you into her diamond connections. Oh my. But the problem oh, is- Oh yeah, yeah, Gail. I'm yeah, looking yeah. at, yeah, I didn't want to say last name. Uh, yeah, I know But Gail. then I- uh, I didn't Look want to. Yeah. Uh, My mom knows her. She has the connections for everything. <laughs> for everything. Um, so, but then I was like, I take the screenshot that I was going to then bring to Gail. But then I get, oh, like, well, I mean, this is the ring that I want. It's the right size. It's the right whatever. And it's I'm being taunted by the uh, arrives in three and a half weeks. And I'm like, you know what? Forget Gail. Sorry, Gail. Yeah. Um, I'm just like ordering it. So I just like <laughs> ordered it right then. Um, <laughs> And I kind of liked that it was like we discussed the rings and I ordered it like within three or four hours of that discussion. Um, It just stunk (laughs) that it got delayed twice because it was supposed to arrive in three and a half weeks. And then um, like a week out, they were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be delayed 14 days. And I was like, 14 days. That's actually Wait, Were they cutting it? I don't know what they were doing, but it was being assembled like off-site or something and they're they're making each one but they couldn't be cutting it because the diamond was already cut it was already certified by the gia so it was like the it couldn't have been that it was just i guess the setting and the setting has a couple extra diamonds so maybe those need to be cut but i was like it's all a little new to me but i was frustrated i'm like hey this whole thing is about customer service i send them some email and i was like mildly annoyed i'm sure it was uh 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going into that. way more detail than I Yeah, no, that's how you're going to like, how about the ring? Jen is now getting the behind the scenes <laughs> yeah, yeah, of like, it. Oh, no, it was super easy and simple. Um, But then I send this like kind of annoyed email like, uh, excuse me, I'm the customer and what's the deal? Like, I didn't have anything important planned, but I was just about to do something more like scheduling things. And I'm trying to think what it was because we had a lot of different events. And my mindset was... I wanted it to be a bit of a surprise. I was trying to tie it into things we were already doing. So there were a lot of like cool little opportunities where I could uh, slip a proposal in there. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well, there goes that opportunity. And I'm watching all <laughs> these cool opportunities slip away. So then. Like which um, one? Well, that's what I'm trying to think yeah. of. Because there were a bunch in that two week period. And then it got delayed a second time. But only four oh, days. And then, and also I had to be at my house when it gets delivered. So I'm like taking time with work to work from home instead of the office. Wow. Make sure I'm there. I was like, oh goodness God. gracious. I'm you pretty sure. sure Gail. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my uh, response was just an AI email back to me of like, basically they're like, please type out a super, super polite response to this annoyed customer. Yeah. And then, it, you know, some super, super nice like lady sends me a response. Um, but it was still so annoying. I was just like, good thing I didn't actually book things, photographers, a location, yeah. engagement parties, yeah. our families, because it was like only with six days coming up where they delayed it an extra two weeks or however much time it was. Um, it was close enough that I was annoyed. But anyways, finally arrives. <laughs> As soon as it arrives, like use a tin foil ring. (laughs) Right, I was going to start doing a little. I was going to tie something, (laughs) uh, a little Edmund Dantes moment. But um, it uh, good reference there. Finally, (laughs) yeah, I didn't read the book, although one day I will. It's a great book. One of the best books ever. Have you guys at least seen that movie? I have. I haven't seen it in so long, but I did love it. Oh. I have no love idea what you're talking movie. about. It's kind of Monte Cristo. We'll he, he told me I didn't. Kind of Monte Cristo. When, when we do the first watcher. time watchers, that's got to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't watched it in a while, but oh, it's a great one. Time. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so, anyways, um, it finally arrived on a Monday, and I was working from home. And then, as soon as it arrived, I texted her dad, and you know, we arranged to get dinner on Wednesday. I said, also, I'd love to include uh, your mom as well. So then I was like, all right, cool, we're gonna get the dinner done, and then. <laughs> We go to dinner and that's when Jen was home alone, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I was still waiting for a good moment, but I felt like we already missed a couple of good moments that would have been good opportunities, family around, whatever. Um, So I was like, um, eventually, I'm like trying to think of how much I already shared. But basically, we for the week and a half that I had it in my pocket, I had it in my pocket every day. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if we recorded with it in my pocket. That would be pretty funny. Um, we but did trivia night. Oh my gosh, yeah. We definitely yeah, had did trivia trailer. night. Mm-hmm. I think we may have recorded with it in my pocket at least once um, because I was just looking for good opportunities that would feel natural and it was great having the ring in my pocket because I got to practice being nervous a bunch of times <laughs> and I could bail every time. So the first I time I was like, oh you did that, if you did that proposal here, I would have fallen off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, no, that legitimately was something I had considered really? like pretty significant. I was like, oh, that would be so fun in like a lot of ways, but it didn't. It felt a little too public. No yeah. offense, guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I love you all. No, but you um, I was like, oh, that would be really funny um, because it'd be so easy to set it up and it would be like all filmed. So we, would, we wouldn't we would miss any moment. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And so now looking back, we didn't get any real like film or anything no. of it. So um, we I... took a few selfies afterwards. But again, but... I think that's so much better because it's just a moment between <laughs> right. you two. Right. So yeah. we did a romantic dinner in uh, our town. Well, my town, your future town. Um, and it... Uh, 
we were in a side room of the restaurant, but there was another family there. Wait, wait, and, wait. you didn't say. Oh, when yeah. we went, we were early for the reservation, and he gets out of the car and he's like scoping out like the back seating, the outdoor seating. I was just seating. walking around the garden for no reason. And I reason. was like, oh, whatever. I guess that's <laughs> normal for him. Whatever. Let me go get a drink, and then <laughs> you didn't question. No, because my dad does the exact same thing. I'm marrying my dad. All right, <laughs> 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 don't say it like that. <laughs> he's a great guy. Love no. him. So you know what I mean? They yeah, always say the guys yeah, marry like yeah. their mom yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of figure <laughs> and the women marry. <laughs> Whatever. Freudian All right, whatever. this is recorded. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. You were saying that I was acting weird walking <laughs> oh, yeah, around the garden and stuff. Oh, and then we go to that restaurant mm-hmm. and you, we had... Well, yeah, because I was looking in table. the garden. I'm like, there could be a cool thing there, but it had rained, so it was kind of a pain. And that's when we get into the restaurant on time. We're all in right, the first of all, I also room. had zero clue because he kept saying, we have to go ring shopping so we get a feel of what things look like on, you know, oh, what style sneaky, and stuff. Sneaky, daddy. Because yeah. I am indecisive sometimes and I was like, I think I changed my mind. I think I want something different. Oh, no, I like that. Oh, that was And then I think too. I changed my mind. And he never reacted at all. Oh, yeah, because the one time you were like, yeah, you know those rings that I showed you the other day? I changed my mind. Yep. And I'm like, oh, interesting. That's <laughs> really fascinating. Like and inside, inside, I'm just like, honestly, split second panic. And then I was like, no, she's not changing her mind. That yeah. was pinned on her board. <laughs> she likes those knew. rings. Yeah, I was like, this is she's just, back this is her she's like, doubting it. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's doubting her own decision, but I'm like, no, she's not changing her mind. She likes those rings. I, I, I was I not worried. You in my life. Um, <laughs> so then we're at the restaurant. The family was there and then they weren't leaving. And it wasn't like, it wasn't romantic enough. It wasn't private enough and everything. So I was like, nah, you know what? Forget it. So then her sister's bachelorette party was coming up. So we get the back. The next day. The next day. Yeah. yeah. So we get back to my house and I was like, oh man, now we're just going to hang out. And it's like all the romance is gone. But I was like, well, let me just ask just in case. So I put the ring. It's in a folded up bandana. That's how it could be in my pocket for a week <laughs> and a half without anyone seeing. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And a pink one. A pink bandana, so yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> That's so Danny right there. Pink bandana. A pink bandana that my friend Blake gave me in eighth grade. Um, no way. So I could really? wear it yes. while we were snowboarding and he could oh, spot me on the goodness. mountain. I love this um, so much. So it's like, you know. Um, yes, we had Blake with us. <laughs> yeah. So Blake was with us that day. Um, and so uh, I put it on, oh, I put it on my bed and um, and then Jen picks it up from across the room and I'm like watching her just like, don't you move it. So she moves it, puts down. Okay, cool. And then I go over and I'm like, um, <laughs> I could have opened it. <laughs> I knew you weren't going yeah. to, but I, and you wouldn't have felt anything in. So I was like, it's all good. But then I get over there and I'm like, hey, so Jen, uh, you had mentioned it'd be nice to have a photographer there. Um, we could hire our friend Olivia. Um how like just paint a picture again i was kind of leaning into trusting that she was so not on the same page with no, this that she thought was it was mad weeks that we haven't gone away. ring shopping yeah. i'm like are we even um, on the same page because it would have given <laughs> it away if she had all <laughs> thought it was moment, there Jen is like is he ever going to propose yeah. it's getting ridiculous no i thought we we're going shopping for rings i'm like we're not even there yet and so that's why i felt bad too like a theoretical question because again trying to like be very careful with the timing of this when it was like Two weeks out, I was like starting to be like, oh, yeah, we should go ring shopping soon because I don't want her starting to think that I'm not interested anymore. And like, oh, yeah, marriage now nah, changed my mind. So then I start like I start bringing it up a little bit and then the ring is delayed. I'm like, shoot, now I'm really like, am I going to be stuck ring shopping for a so ring I already have? Um, so then thankfully I was able to delay it enough. But I pick up the ring and I was like, uh, so, yeah, you know, how important is the photographer to you? And she's like, um, 
well, yeah, it would be nice, but honestly, it's not really that important to me. Um, like, well, <laughs> Green light. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the ring and sit on the bed. And then uh, I just kind of expressed how I was feeling about her. I'm not good with words. I'm an, I'm words an action of man. I was like, so yeah, if you, in terms of love language, I'm like, so that's not too normal for me, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. And rather than like a note, I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to say words out loud as much as I hate that. Danny said Believe he's not, not getting words right now. Well, well, he's like irony. being so eloquent with yeah, the yeah. story. And, and, um, the irony. Yeah. Um, I know because talking is great. So I'm all about it. About it. So but cute. in some moments, it's just like to put emotions into words. Yeah, especially yeah, it is so in the moment. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, um, I think I forget exactly what I said. Um, well, I guess that's just for us. Yeah. Um, but then, um, and then I like start cute. unwrapping the bandana. And no, you said, like, I have a gift for you. Oh yeah. Just a gift, you know, casual. And I was like, oh, what is, I was like earrings and necklace. I was like, oh, what's that? I was like, oh, slowly so unfolding so it, off. trying like, to find so it in the bandana while I'm like, you know, uh, and then I whip it out. She's like, what is that? That's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I said I like that's such a gym reaction. No, that's not real. I changed into sweatpants too, so I was like comfy. Yeah, I was like, like, like oh, this nice goodness. clothes. That is the way to be. And I was gonna like try and put my phone somewhere, record whatever, but then in the moment, totally forgot to. I it know, didn't matter, I was like, but. It would be it would funny so to see my reaction. To you too. I would have yep. done zero mm-hmm. clue that he was setting up his phone or anything because everything yeah. was just. I was just thrown off. Yeah. But again, because in the moment, and then I, just I thought you were I more laughing. like Aww. picking up on it. Th- <laughs> nope. Because again, I'm wandering around the garden like a weirdo, just like, oh, that's so yeah, weird. Yeah, but it's not, that's why um, it's not weird because my dad does yeah. that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so exactly. like, oh, this is about right. Yes. Saved by your dad again, setting the precedent for me. I think I was on the phone too. So I, I You were. That, and that's uh, why I'm like, oh, oh, I'll, I'll like give you some privacy on the phone. Let me just wander around in the rain in the garden over here. So yeah, it all worked out really well. And then we just took a few selfies and pictures. We took a selfie right before. I was like, we didn't get a yep. picture at dinner. So we took a selfie before and then after. Aww. So that was kind of cute. So too, but I think what I had said it last time too um, is certainly still true. I love that it was just the two of us mm-hmm. because there was no like instant rushing to do like anything. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have to go like to a party or see a bunch of people. Yeah. We could just kind of sit in that and enjoy it, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then we could text and call people as we felt ready. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of like cool to be not in a rush. Um, it was just the two of us, which was awesome. And a lot of so people awesome. have like those really nice like photography yep. and then they go yep. right to like their party, the surprise yep. yeah. party and stuff, which is cute too. No, that, yeah, yeah it's, it's great cute, in its own way, but yeah. um, I just, I liked it. Yeah. I feel like that was perfect for you guys. <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and then I was like, all right, see you in a few <laughs> in days. Have fun bachelor. <laughs> Meanwhile, my nails were neon yellow <laughs> yeah. because I was going away from <laughs> my great. sister's bachelor party. Well, and I was going to propose on Saturday, but you're like, oh, I got a nail appointment at one. I'm like, guess i better wait <laughs> so i waited yeah, he, yeah and he was like is aren't they nice enough i was like yeah but like no i need a change or something so and anyways. when you yeah oh yeah because i asked confirm when you said oh no i need a change i took that to mean don't propose now my nails are not ready for it's just you. funny the mindset, <laughs> right when you think you're giving away all these tips yep. on yep. like a surprise meanwhile the person you're trying to surprise has zero yeah. clue like yeah. you could literally <laughs> say things in front of me or have people and i would have no idea Anyways, yep. so that 15 minute story. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I love it. Sorry for whoever asked. Oh. <laughs> I'm no sure they way. loved it. It was low key and it was fun. And it was oh, good. yeah. It was in my pocket when we recorded the podcast on April 29th. Wow. April 29th. I'm going to go back, see how <laughs> nervous Danny was. He was sweating um, then. <laughs> maybe. Oh, you know what? 
I don't think I was us. That was Kaylee recording that day. I, we might not have been here. I don't remember. Um, no, uh, but I was looking back to see another yeah. day where the ring got delayed, what it might have been like the podcast from the 22nd, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, seven tribesmen. We had to take a break. That's probably when you got it and everything like that. Yeah, yeah maybe that's yep. so great. So, yep. It was a whole thing. Wow. That's great. the whole story. And, yeah, uh, oh yeah, at, I, I was listening to one of our podcasts, um, and I told the story of asking a girl out and drinking a moment <laughs> yeah. of clarity that was Jen. So that whole thing too. There are a few of those moments where if you're paying close attention, you would see some of the hints sprinkled throughout <laughs> yeah. the pod. That was your uh, asking out story of your like celebration, right? Celebration, dancing around the fire. Around like the fire. Yep. You had a beer called Golden Victory. Oh. Or? Um, uh, moment of clarity. <laughs> moment of clarity. <laughs> yep. Or something. Yep. Actually, that's. I remember really everything funny. in the podcast. A very fitting <laughs> name. Yeah, because you have to listen to it like five yeah. times True. by the time it's posted. <laughs> some now, know, but yeah, bruschetta, amazing. Yeah. That was John. good. I'm glad. Delicious. I don't know what you did to those. Probably got some. They were so delicious. Boyardee. <laughs> yeah, Jen's Shut calling me Jeff by Boyardee now, which is an insult. I think. Does that even exist anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, it does. Maybe. That wasn't a lot of I'm saying that. that with confidence, but I don't really know. But well, it you does. always I do feel that. Like I believe him. No, no, too. it does. Because yeah. how could it it's not? Totally I feel like if it was <laughs> And then I killed, Googled, I I'm like, that hasn't existed in like 10 years. <laughs> and I believed you. <laughs> um, there's a lot that's of love that's happening in these chapters, or a lot of like unknown Ooh, love happening on well, a transition well, to Harry Potter. Well. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice transition. transition. Who do you think is going to end up together in this book if they, if. If everyone doesn't die in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hermione seems kind of annoyed with Ron not noticing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Yeah. I There's a little tension that. going on between them. Wow, that's so interesting. You didn't notice Ron? Because I thought Ron was more than Hermione, but yeah. honestly, you're right. It was both. Hmm. Ron had a few lines where he was like, <laughs> the, I have a few lines we're in where... <laughs> Yep. Uh, she's talking how Harry is like the hot t- hot tamale pretty much yeah she yes. was giving out she's her like hot Harry you're like you've never been more desirable oh yeah she's she's like and it does it helps that you grew a foot over the summer too and Ron's like oh, I'm, I'm like, tall I'm tall yeah. <laughs> and, and there was like another line of, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. wanted oh, compliments so from funny. her I yeah it was like and he's like you got hurt at the Ministry of Magic and Ron's like I had the tentacle I saw the tentacle yes yes it was so funny um i feel like harry is like subtly noticing Ginny appearing and disappearing in a way do you think that they'll, they're gonna end up together i don't know so there was a yes i do <laughs> do you i think he asked with conviction. Us, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much going on there's so much information in these chapters so there was another little cue too there was something called the amortentia which is what the love potion? Yeah. Nailed it. Nice. I don't know the name, and but I'm assuming. <laughs> to every person, it smells different. Do you know the name? Oh, and yeah. And there was a description. Harry felt something, smelt something, felt something, smelt something flowery that he had smelt at the burrow. What oh, was that? Oh, my gosh. That's right. And then there was another Ginny. line. Hermione doesn't explain the last thing that she smells. What is the last thing that she smells? Hmm. It's the last with thing Ron, that Hermione I bet smells? You. Yeah. I bet you it's something Ooh, with interesting. Me. I must have missed it. I was so it distracted. Didn't, yeah, it didn't talk about it. Kind of cut it off. She didn't want to say the last thing. Yeah, she said two Ooh. things and then she cut oh, off yeah. the last thing. Well, now, what does Ron smell like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is, that's a great good. question, actually. What does Ron smell like? Because <laughs> that's what this must be. I sure hope so. What is Ron's um, scent? Wait, that was. You know what fascinates me? Chapter people nine. knowing scents. 
What do you mean? Like you're smelling people? something and being like, oh my, that's... Yeah. I feel like everyone does that. You're like... I'm not good at that. But if you smell something, it can take you back immediately to like something yeah. happens in your childhood. Oh, yeah. But like, I can't name what the smell is. Yeah, for sure. I can't name what the that's smell is. That's what I'm describe about either. it. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I'm sorry. I'm thinking about like books oh, when they're okay. like, oh, this person smelled like musk and <laughs> all this musk. stuff. I'm like, I don't. Do people <laughs> really do that or am I on the outs? There's candles that have that scent. So I know what it yeah. smells like now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you'd be able to. <laughs> but to describing it, it's like woody earthy and you have to say it with like a tone to it. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you have to say very earth like sultry yeah that's the word <laughs> yeah I'm trying to find this or like spot. the oh, smell in the air when it's gonna snow do you know that oh, oh that's yeah. a great smell yeah what do you, yeah, what are you, you guys favorite that? smells uh, yeah you can't that's really one of them that's a great one yeah I love Pretty the fireplace soon. with that smell, like Ugh. winter for Christmas time. Like, yeah, it's I just winter. That. I feel like I would call it winter smell. Yeah. With the pine needles, mm. the, the fireplace going. And then if you were to open the door, you kind of smell like the snow coming. That yeah. would be like That's a great, a great like winter cozy one for me. Yeah. Yeah. But then summer ones are good, too. I love the I smell of fresh. spring, like mm. freshness. Like thawing. Grass. So I, lo- I do love the smell oh. of winter, but like, yeah, grass and like yeah, flowers. Nice. And it's just like a mix of everything there. It smells like hope. There is. Yeah. Mm. The the park by my house, it's like walking distance. They have all flowers up there. And when there's like a certain gust of wind, it mm. literally blows the smell of the flowers. And it is Ooh. amazing. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what flowers they are, but you walk outside and it just smells like air freshener. Like, mm. what is That's this? awesome. Yeah. doesn't mm. always happen, but really cool a lot of people are saying they love the smell of books old books in the <sighs> attic that is smell true bookstore mm-hmm. mm. that would be me too. antique stores do have that smell to them yeah mm-hmm. oh that's true cigars i like the smell of them only yeah, gross, yeah though. right well, <laughs> i would never try one but i, just like I did don't do it one of my friends uh he didn't know how to smoke a cigar so he's smoking uh a cigar we like we're all didn't know what the heck he was doing so he's like doing full pulls into his lungs, like breathing it in, breathing deep. it in. The Ooh. next morning, he wakes up and he couldn't speak. He was like, "Hey guys," <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Why does my throat and my lungs hurt so much?" They're on fire. I know. Oh, yeah, you, oh, you're just supposed to like Poor have guy. it in your mouth, then blow it yeah, out. Puff it. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mouth, you know. I don't. Yeah, you know, I, I don't smoke too much. It but, was terrible. Oof. I didn't like it. Cigars for special occasions. Yeah, I like the smell of it. I like the smell. I'm just yeah. not. Yeah. Other good smells like uh, just classic coffee, delicious. Yeah, it is a good one. Good Ooh, coffee shop. Yeah, some pastries and coffee. Oh, in there. don't say that. Yes. I want think, uh, it. Something let's about go. that is great. Good Can we ditch and go to a <laughs> what? coffee so shop? Ditch and go to a coffee yeah. shop. All right, guys, that's the podcast. Sorry, guys, we'll bye. see you later. <laughs> We're off to our right, engagement story and what we <laughs> like to smell. <laughs> it's so a great podcast. I did say two houses down. Whenever I walk west past that house, it's a uh, I think a Middle Eastern couple, and they. The aromas that come out of that house are second to none. Oh, I love it. It is. I walk by that house and she's baking something or whatever she's making. It always Mm. smells immaculate in that house. They've got a big garden in the back. It's it's incredible. Anywho, welcome to the podcast. I'm John. Jen. (laughs) Danny. And Kristen. This is Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. (laughs) That was a long intro. We have no smoothness or any uh, like.
Hey everyone, there are a lot of things to be aware of for things going on with this podcast, and I'm just going to list them off as I always do, but there's a few new things as well, so don't skip this. First of all, this is the, the biggest thing that just happened. We just added membership onto our YouTube channel, so you can just subscribe for $5 a month, and you can just enjoy all the perks that come with it. There's going to be some extra content there, some extra little uh, tidbits of video content and like producer's commentary, um, all that kind of stuff that we're going to go along with. So if you want, go subscribe to us there. Um, you can also check out our live streams um, when we do the live streams for the podcast because you can also, um, if you want, donate some money there just to help support the podcast in any way that you can, which would be awesome. So this is, this is a plug for our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is probably the biggest growing platform that we have at the moment. Um, Spotify is still our number one, but I think YouTube is probably our number two and then Apple Podcasts is our number three. So go just give us ratings, reviews, subscribe to us on YouTube um, because we're growing um, somewhat fast on YouTube, which is really fun and exciting to see. But go check us out there. Go join a live stream. I'm telling you, they're really fun. There's just so much of Harry Potter nerds geeking out about all the stuff that Danny, Jen, and Kristen are saying, and it's just a lot of fun. So go check that out. Um, as always, go check out our email or our website, firsttimereaders.com, our email, firsttimereaders at gmail.com if you want some merch. We have some merch coming out soon. Our designers had to delay a little bit because he's had some um, stuff going on. So he's hopefully getting us some designs by the end of the week. That's what I'm hoping. And then we're going to start selling some merch. So if you want some merch, that'd be great. Go check out our Patreon if you want to support this uh, podcast in another way, which is at firsttimereaders, Patreon, backslash, forward slash, I don't know which one, firsttimereaders. Um, and then everything else that I always say, uh, but these chapters are really good. I'm telling you, I know it's a two and a half hour long podcast, but it's well worth it because toward the end, oh man, some of the stuff that they say is just the peak of entertainment. Uh, especially some of the stuff that Jen and Danny, obviously, cause they're first time readers. They're the first time readers. Some of the stuff that they're going to say, if you're, if you've been a reader for a while, is just going to, I don't know what it's going to do. It's going to make you giddy, but it's going to, it's going to, it's it was so enjoyable to just listen to them rant on their theories. And even though their theories might be way off, it was so much fun to just listen to them yap over their theories and talk about what they think is going to happen in this book. It's been so fun. Um, so enjoy these chapters, chapters 9 to 11 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, wait, there's a brand okay. homesick yeah, that has a whole Harry Potter collection. Wow. All four that. houses in Hogwarts. Their Wait, house what? smells. Really? That makes There's so a much collection. sense. I know. We should. We should. Oh my goodness. Make oh, a wow. potion. Accidental pun. I promise. Um, <laughs> but that. That's amazing. That <laughs> really good. That, that went what over did my you head. Even say? I didn't even hear. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Uh, um, <laughs> but like, oh man, what would they smell like? I know. That's I a, gotta that, know. This, this is a whole side mm. discussion. We'll do this after all the books. What do the Hogwarts houses smell like? Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll make sense for them. Mm. And then we'll sell candles. Let's do it. And become That's millionaires. Perfect. But somebody <laughs> already did it, apparently. Yeah, so. somebody well, did it. Yeah. yeah, not as well as we're going to do it. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll put our own spin on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, well, I did find that line um, that mm -hmm. Hermione got cut off. Um, mm. She smelled the amor, amortensia. Mm -hmm. um, and it was freshly mown grass. Uh, new parchment and she turned slightly pink and did not complete the sentence <laughs> and a belch yeah. and a big old Kristen belch she but didn't finish the sentence so what did she smell that's the question 
I think it surprised her though. Like she was mm-hmm. just going that like listing it, and then she, she was realized. about to say, You're "Right." And Ron's shampoo. And she's like, oh my "I can't say that out loud." <laughs> Why do I smell that right now? <laughs> and then maybe it hit her, hmm. and then she's like, "Wait, what?" Actually, that's actually hmm? yeah. Maybe, maybe this went down. these chapters kind of feel like. Like characters who don't know they love each other finally realizing that they have feelings for the other person. Mm-hmm. Like they've been friends for so long and they're like, dang, I actually think I love this person. It's kind of cool. But give me a summary of the Half Blood Prince, chapter nine. All right, the kids start their classes and we see Snape in. <laughs> I shortened it to. D- People call it Dada. Can I just say that? That's how I write it in my margins. And Slughorn in potions. Harry gets a potions book that has notes in it, and it belonged to dun 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 the Half Blood Prince <laughs> <laughs> or Princess Hermione. Well, According to Hermione, Hermione well, I, she do you, me that do part. you believe Hermione though, <laughs> or do you think princes have to be? guys it would say no, princess if it, it was a girl princess. you think so you, yeah. you think yeah yeah yeah. okay but i just thought think, it was funny because she's just jealous that i thought of you at that point. yes right so right like, like she wanted be to Jen. be like yeah <laughs> she would be saying that and i'd be like Meh. it's kind of true yes follow her follow hermione's logic how do you think that there's any ways out like it could this possibly be a female a woman who calls herself a prince could for a number of reasons be that way. I don't think it is, but if it was, it would be. Uh, wait, who wrote um, Frankenstein? Mary Shelley. Oh wait, no, that's not someone. Someone who was writing under a different name because they felt like they had to be a guy. So she did. No, Mary Shelley did. She oh. wrote. Uh, she wrote. Well, she originally wrote under a pseudonym for a oh, guy. Oh, that okay. So later, as as a, who she, she was, she finally gets mm-hmm. the credit for it. I think so. So yeah. no, that that's what I was thinking. But then I forgot that uh, I was thinking it would be like a guy's name or something. Um, and even J.K. did that when she was writing another book, not mm-hmm. about guy girl, but just about writing it under a different name. So if the half blood prince is calling themselves the half blood prince on their own book instead of just using a name yeah. like a normal person they're they're trying to shield their identity already so what better way to shield your identity one step further than making people assume a different gender than what it actually is so, so then could it could it be could, a good way to hide well, your identity actually, that's true yeah this is this is a question for the end but we gotta ask this now who is the half-blood prince do you have any idea who it could be any theories I've could it be a founder theory. could it be someone that we know presently in the book is it someone completely unknown I still thought it was like a Slytherin heir. I think mm. it's Karkarov. Why? He's dead. Wait, why do you think or it's Karkarov? Or is he dead? <clears throat> I think it's Karkarov because of the potion they were brewing in class. Why? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> because the ingredients are from... Where was he up? Than the cold. So, so on wait, time out because this was this is the line too. And they found Uruk Krakarov's body up in a shack up north. Dark mark has been set over it. Well, frankly, I'm surprised he stayed alive for even a year after deserting the Death Eaters. Sirius's brother Regulus only managed a few days, as far as I can remember. Remember, so that was the line that we got for who Igor Krakarov is death. I feel like the Half Blood Prince is not dead, but you also oh you think, think he's okay? Dead. Well, I I'm not convinced the half-blood prince could be dead especially because we just got this story about like some other weird stuff with um uh, 
the another theory of being um the Slytherin heir would be that Voldemort has a cousin he's never met through um his mom's brother, the one we don't like that is his name is escaping me, starts with an M. So we don't know what happened to him. We just know that he was in Azkaban. By the time he came out, his sister had a baby with Tom and his dad was already dead. What if he went on to have his own son who would be the Slytherin heir who could be in school being... <laughs> Igor Karkaroff? Well, no, no. This is I'm a separate like, theory. Whoa, this is so um, interesting. Because that would be... That's the only generational like timeline that would make sense in my mind. I'm assuming there have been enough versions of this book that it would have to be like not that long ago. You know what? It also could be one of them when they were at Hogwarts, if they were. Well, were they old. at Hogwarts though? Because they seem like they were like homeschooled those <laughs> two or something. But the reason I think it's Karkarov, this is kind of a web of things here. The first thing <laughs> really? is talking about the inferious being seen on 178, which leads to my forked theory. What is that again? <laughs> um, no, it's a, basically... In and potion then class. I get to share my theory. Oh, okay, yes. nice. Um, <laughs> basically, in potion class, they make a crazy-looking potion, and the potion is draft of living death. The draft of living death. Thank you, John. Um, <laughs> totally like dead serious. What? That's not a. That's like an easy one. Come it on, is. Um, sure. And I'm just trying to find where. <laughs> when you read the book 20 times. Yeah. Yes. I know. Okay. So the draft of living death. To me, that either means a way of turning living people into inferior or dead people into inferior or faking your own death, being alive, but looking like you're dead. So my theory is the Half-Blood Prince perfected, well, a whole book's worth of recipes, but this one in particular, Karkarov, and that's how he faked his own death with this potion of living death by looking like he was dead, dark mark and all, body found, but he's not really dead. He's the Half-Blood Prince. He knows how to brew this stuff. Easy peasy. He can mix it all up. So that that is my uh, that is my theory. <laughs> I love Jed's reaction. Oh that's funny. I can see that. How do you explain it that way? Right? Wouldn't that make sense? But the question, the, this entire theory is based on uh, pretty much nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> it's based on is based on the idea of that potion, living death. What does that nice. mean? It's not addressed at all. He goes through these other potions, explains what they are, talks about the Felix Felicis, goes through everything. He doesn't even say what living death is. So I'm like, but they were discussing Inferi earlier in this chapter. I think that was even in class. Um, So it could be the Inferi for good or bad, for whatever, turning living people to half dead or dead people to half living Um, or it could be a way to fake your death. It's so funny as you're death. explaining this. I'm like, that's a, actually a really great theory. Yeah. And I'm mad that you're beating me. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's like, your what theory? It could also true. be That sounds good. Jen's like, oh, Jen's Jen's like, like actually. Me. She's so mad though. <laughs> no, no, but that's the beauty of a dumb theory like this because it, there's, not, there's not enough information to even refute the theory because it's based on literally one potion. Yeah, but it's pretty good. And everything uh-huh. else is circumstantial. It sounds so it would never hold up in court, but I hope we get some more information that we can uh, we can take some steps down this road. But Harry just basically, he's still doing classic Harry stuff where 
like with the Marauders map, he's like, wow, cool map. Great. I'm going to go to bed now. Or like, he's like, wow, cool book. Awesome. Uh, yeah, looks legit. Flipped through it for three seconds. I'm like, when you when I'm going to bed, I'm flipping through this book by candlelight all night long to see what kind of awesome things are written in these margins. <laughs> I'm not you gonna are. lie. At, at first, I literally <laughs> thought you meant Harry Potter. Like we're finished reading, and Danny's <laughs> yeah, literally flipping too. by candlelight reading Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It be done by I want candlelight. to feel yeah. like it's in Hogwarts, so can I can only use Lumos or candlelight. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, now it's my turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Jenny, I want to ask Danny one question, oh, okay. if you let me. Yes. Uh, Slughorn, he doesn't explain what Draft of Living Death is. No. Have we ever heard what Draft of Living Death actually is in the books? I, I don't like know if I want to actually like, communicate this like. at the Ooh, moment. This is interesting. So it's but been we, hinted at or said directly yes. before. We've heard it once before. Wow, nice. Um, let and Voldemort. the person has explained what it is. Oh, so we should know. Maybe, or we wouldn't. But it was play. a very passing note. So I mean, if anyone were to pick it up, you. It. <laughs> yeah. But, well, it's notes mm, and- it also could just be like a misnomer. So I'm maybe not even thinking correctly. But I'm trying to think if there was something like uh, mm, in the in the vein up. of the long bottoms. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm you guys are like getting I'm married done. or something. Um, yeah, Jen, what do you think? I want to hear your theory and I want to hear what the living No, you is. should think harder. No, no, but I'll think while you're theorizing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's not even good. I just wanted to talk. Yeah, <laughs> um, what was John's original question? Oh <laughs> my goodness! Oh no, no. We were going with Hermione's theory, uh-huh. and it, if she, if the Haplet Prince could have a pseudonym, right? And it's actually a female because she said, "Oh, it looks like mm. a, a woman's handwriting." And then when we got to the next chapter with the daughter, that was a squib. It's mm. not really a squib. I thought it was her book, and she wrote. She was like, she kept to herself because she got bullied at home so she was working on potions and stuff and then she had the love potion for tom riddle right so i she thought is it could good be at her potions. Um, book and because her dad was mm, so good not <laughs> who could care less about her kept calling her a squib and making fun of her yeah and she was like oh i'm gonna show you i'm gonna be a half-blood prince or like i'll be some prince because Hmm. And she would be adept at potions because she made and a love she's potion. pure blood, yeah. but her dad can't stand mud bloods or muggle. Oh boy, whatever. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not at that level. <laughs> anyway, which this is a side note. I was doing a bar class on my app and. She is a dancer and she goes for all she says the name of the move in a dance terminology. And then yeah. for all you muggles out there, she, she said, said that? and I that's was amazing. like, what? <laughs> like, am I hearing things or is that just that? that is <laughs> I was like, great. that's me. That's great. <laughs> Anyways. I always say it that way, so you guys are gonna have to get used to it. I can't think of the Oh, other instead word. of saying Muggleborn? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I say the same thing. Yeah, She's but no one ever have to just accuses you yeah. <laughs> for saying this. No, we'll we'll uh we'll teach it. It'll be good. We'll we'll make sure we call each other out. Don't worry, I am I am fully getting called out every time. <laughs> but honestly, we've all said it a couple times on the pod and we're like, oh I forgot. Oops. So did you find your theory? Uh yeah. nope, that was the, it. Um but I'm just trying to think of if anything if I remember any mention, I was thinking of the Longbottoms and how they're kind of mentally not there. 
Um, and it feels like that's a sort of a form of living dead. And I was like, I wonder if it was something along those lines of like, oh yeah, they got hit with that potion and they're like walking around as if they're alive, but they're basically dead already. I don't remember that. But that, I can't think of why I would think that. I'm probably just making it up, but Hmm. hmm, I wonder what book it could be. It's a powerful potion. It It must be. Because life and death are big, important things. (laughs) So living dead. On a lighter note, does does Lavender like Ron? (laughs) Because Hermione's... Remonstrance, a remonstration was drowned by a loud giggle. Lavender Brown had apparently found Ron's remark highly amusing. She continued to laugh as she passed them, glancing back at Ron over her shoulder. And Ron looked rather pleased with himself. Are they going to start a relationship? To make Hermione jealous? Yeah, maybe. Wow. But does Ron actually like her? Because he was caught staring at her. In the common room before or later in this chapter. But it was after this. So I think that was just in his head. And he was like, hmm, maybe. Well, maybe. (laughs) Which I do think actually happens sometimes where you're like, you're not thinking about it. But then someone puts the idea out there. Oh, you know, someone has a crush on you. Then you're like, oh, do they? Ooh, they've never looked so cute before. Well, well, well. (laughs) Um, So it could be a little bit of that. Um, But I think uh, Lavender was faking it. And she is not interested but I, I don't know if I'm making that up. I almost wanted to ask you guys of just like, did I make that up? Or first of all, which one of the Patel twins did Ron go to the Yule Ball with? Yeah. It was it Pavardi. It was Pavardi. And so they're all, you know, close and laughing about this. Feels like Pavardi might have orchestrated this to sabotage Ron. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> Um, I think that because I feel like didn't Lavender leave Quidditch practice? Yeah, and a, before was it was she was mad after practice, but Ron got the spot. Well, no, she wasn't mad right? after practice. She was mad because Hermione was the first person that ran up to Ron, really, really happy and congratulatory. And then she she essentially got to yeah she got to him first and she left mad because of that. Okay, good, good. That that is better because I was thinking it was different. Jen was looking at me under the mic with like ooh hot gossip. I took that to be she was disappointed that Ron made it. She was wait wait Lavender was disappointed Ron made it. Well, that's what I thought because I thought it was like. Oh, maybe she's already dating um, that guy we don't like who also tried out for uh, Keeper. And I thought it was maybe one of those. Or Pavardi was like trying to get Lavender to like do this whole thing as a, a not a joke, but like a revenge on Ron. Because I thought she was mad for other reasons. But if she's mad because she was jealous of Hermione, then there might actually still be something there. Mm. <laughs> Why are you trying to I'm eat my just brain? <laughs> misread that. Sorry, my chat is going wild. Because our theories are that good. <laughs> no, I'm just asking them a question about something and they're uh, helping me out a ton. Yeah, um, good cover. I like it. <laughs> okay, here's another line. And this is, a, this is a random question off of this, but I just wanted to ask this. Um, McGonagall is talking to um, Neville. She goes, it's high time your grandmother learned to be proud of the grandson she's oh. got. Mm. Rather than the one she thinks she ought to have, particularly after what happened at the ministry. Aww. We love McGonagall so much. Oh, yes. yeah. But do you ever think that she could go bad? Bad? 
No. Like how? <laughs> no, I don't think she could. Uh, like, but okay, how? But Jen, question. that's an interesting one. Like how? Like if you if you think through all these different characters, Holly potion. We're not going to ask all <laughs> Holly juice. Yeah, we're not going to ask. I'm not going to ask for every single character because I would take the whole entire podcast. But think in the back of your mind, in what way would some of these characters go bad? Would like how would Harry go bad? How would Ginny go bad? How would Ron or Hermione or Dumbledore mm-hmm. or, or even McGonagall? What would happen in like their life that they would turn? Like under a spell bad or no, like no, maybe actually either. turn? Oh, oh, like that. Okay. Well, both. Yeah. It could be under a spell bad. Like, would are any of them so pure that only like the Imperious curse could stop them? Because Stan Shunpike is an example of this. Do you think that he's gone bad or not? Uh, yeah, he could be bad. So he know. could be, but there you don't know. I don't know, but. I mean, he could, like, I wasn't as offended yeah. as Harry. I'm like, Harry, you spent like yeah, what, I a know. few weird <laughs> minutes with him years <laughs> ago. On the bus, and, yeah. and then you watched him be creepy with Avila. I'm like, I don't think yeah. he's like, oh, never Stan. I'm like, yeah, it could be Stan. He could be evil. What do I care? Was that the guy who drove the Stan bus? Stan Shunpike was the guy. No, he didn't drive the bus. He was the, oh. uh, yeah. Who's the guy? Avila. I don't remember that. Well, that was... I think you had the Quidditch World Cup. I yeah, know. I think so. They were just going through That's the field. I, oh, I think that was like when they entered the woods names. when chaos yeah, was happening. Yeah, I think so. I was just like, oh, yeah, oh hey, look, it's a guy in the villas. Okay. I'm like, what the? It almost felt out of place even then. <laughs> it, it felt creepy. Like all these dudes are surrounding a villa. Um, <laughs> but that's the only exposure yeah. we have to Stan. He didn't give me the warm fuzzies. Yeah, He could totally sure. be evil. But you don't know. That's that's the bottom right. line. He could be good. He could be bad. And it would be a slow and steady thing, you know. Her gambling debts catch up to her. <laughs> what, um, if, what if Dumbledore is bad? <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's like another question, right? What would, would cause like, him to go bad? A rotting hand, and he's just waiting for the moment. Yeah, like is he deceiving everyone in this book? Is Dumbledore deceiving everyone in this book? And he's really bad because you know something happened with Aber Fourth or something like that with his goats. Nice. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I could, I could try to imagine a Dumbledore going bad scenario. Or like, did that, did the duel, did something happen in that duel that they swapped bodies? Yeah, right. Hmm. Whoa. Polyjuice. He's been polyjuice this whole time. Could you imagine at the end of this book, takes off the mask and, and like, why does he have Dumbledore that ring? That's suspicious. Right. Hmm. But what would like? Do you think a Gonagall could ever go bad? Are any are are any of these characters? Could any of them go bad at this time? Sure. yeah but not necessarily Voldemort bad yeah Voldemort bad is is too distinctly like out there I I don't think I just don't get how what is his goal like just to live forever that's a fair point that is part of the problem like that's what I can't figure it out what he wants to outlive everyone and kill everyone that's Hmm. not pure blood he just wants to live forever he's not pure blood so yeah it's a great point i could see dumbledore going bad according to our definition of good and bad for his own idea of what the greater good is where we could we could see him as doing bad things um because he could what he could oppose harry is what i'm trying to say because i'm gonna say according to this book harry will be our good so to speak and the people who oppose him are the bad and I could see someone like Dumbledore opposing Harry. I don't know if opposing. I feel good. like more sacrificing for Harry mm. than opposing. Yeah, could be. Or like if if we started to see things we would like see as bad, like if Dumbledore says, you know, we've got to sacrifice Hermione, you know, like I used a time turner, I did some whatever, and there's no way out of this. 
Hermione is going to die. And Harry would say, no, people don't have to die. We can do it without killing people. And he's like, there is no other way, Harry. And Harry's like, I'm not going to let you do this. And then Dumbledore says, I'm going to do this. Next thing you know, they're battling and we start viewing Dumbledore as bad. And Dumbledore would think he's right. Harry would think he's right. And I think it's that same idea could only be how someone like McGonagall goes bad. It'd be if she saw something as being good and we could almost relate to her, but Harry would oppose her. If she thought, wow, we could educate all the students everywhere. We could double the size of Hogwarts and start, um, I don't know, we find out you can turn muggles. Yeah, yeah, right, right. She's like, and I'd be the headmaster? I've been trying to overthrow Dumbledore for years. Um, If there was some, basically some greater good and a sacrifice that had to be made that McGonagall thought was worth it and Harry didn't. Um, I don't know what that would be. Yeah. Though. And one of the reasons I'm asking this for you guys, too, is because at this point in the books, this, the last one hadn't come out, obviously, yet. And if you went online at any given time before the last one or even this this one had been released, there were theories on every single character and how they thought this character had gone or this character had gone bad or this character really was a Death Eater. Like someone just mentioned in Whoa. chat that there was mass, not mass, but there was a whole article written on Hagrid and how Hagrid is a Death Eater. Whoa. Is it possible that Hagrid could be a Death Eater? Like at this point in the books, you're like, that's ludicrous. Hmm. But the, if you have like some small little facts, that's what JK's great at. She puts small yep. little facts in there know. where like you come back to it and you reread it in a completely different light and you're like, oh, wow. It was there the whole time. I know. And I missed it. <laughs> yeah. And Hagrid is unaccounted for for a lot I know. of this. Yeah, and, and we don't trust pissed. Aragog one little bit. Yeah. And so is Dumbledore, right? Dumbledore's Hagrid been gone a lot and too. And Dumbledore both. Like where has he been? But who's going to win the Quidditch Cup this year? <laughs> That's a question. conversation That's hard for you too. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like Gryffindor's chances of winning the Quidditch Cup? Not great, but every team must be going through the same thing. Yeah. So maybe it's not so bad. We like them. Did Ron get better? <laughs> Seems like it. Depends on whether we believe if Ginny was giving it easy for him or not. Yeah. I didn't think it was just Ginny, though. Was yeah, it? the way it sounded like every person got to take a shot, mm. or at least certain people, five of them did. But Ginny got the last Ginny's one. Ginny's literally in front with them all the time. Now, yeah. Yeah. Especially that she's on the Quidditch And it's team. crazy because in the movies, she's barely even, even in the ones that she should have been in more, she was barely in mm-hmm. them. You don't even know her as a character. That's why I like her, though, in the books. She's so cool and so tough. And all the guys like her. She is. Tomboy. Yeah. She is easily the best flyer on the team. I, I'm not joking. I feel like she's a better flyer than Harry. Like, and I, think I you're feel right. like in the books, like, mm. it, it paints Harry as maybe a little bit better of a flyer than her. But Ginny has, like, an aggression that Harry doesn't have that is incredible. Like, that's why she's so good of a, as a chaser. She and just hot scored like what 18 goals during the thing. Yeah, she's such a hot tamale. You, know? <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, here's, that a, here's a few other lines because I, I want to book it through some of these other questions. Um, Snape set off around the edge of the room, speaking now in a lower voice. The class craned their necks to keep him in view. The dark arts, said Snape, are many, varied, ever changing, and eternal. Fighting them is like fighting a many headed monster which each time a neck is severed sprouts a head even fiercer and cleverer than before. You are fighting that which is unfixed, mutating, indestructible. Harry stared at Snape. (laughs) It was surely one thing to respect the dark arts as a dangerous enemy. Another to speak of them as Snape was doing with a loving caress in his voice. 
then this is this happens later. His shield charm was so strong, Snape was knocked off balance and hit a desk. The whole class had looked around now and watched as Snape righted himself, scowling. Do you remember me telling you that we are practicing nonverbal spells, Potter? Yes, said Harry stiffly. Yes, sir. There's no need to call me sir, professor. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And deserved attention. At this point, yeah, definitely deserved attention. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, do you think that Harry is a better better wizard than Snape? Nah. I think no? he caught Snape off guard. Yeah. I think it was that. Do you think that Snape is a powerful <laughs> wizard at all? Like, he, he maybe is a little bit, but... Well, the Aquamacy... Whatever. Yeah. Aqua. What the? Aquamancy. Okay. And legitimacy, mm-hmm. right? Legitimacy, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's really good at those. That's, that seems even harder. Mm. Yeah. Than these shields and stuff. I know. It is specialized, too. Some some people are good at certain things, I guess. But I feel like that's a mind game, and it seems to be manipulating everyone, so he's probably really good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just seems so confident. So even if he isn't that good, I think of him as being good because he fakes it. Yeah. He's just so like calm. Like, honestly, even this response, I'm like, how did he not freak out at Harry? Mm. Like he was like annoyed and gave him a detention. But like, I thought it was going to be worse. Um, It almost like didn't threaten him. Like it felt weird. I was like, I thought he was going to blow up um, and actually hurt Harry or something. And then he just like has a little comeback. I was like, huh? Okay. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I do think of him as being pretty good i just don't know how good we haven't seen him pushed too much yeah he except for lockhart been... one time maybe yeah mm. but lot going up against anyway yeah so true yeah you ha- he's just been in the background pretty much every single book mm. and now he's like in the foreground a little bit and you're like who the heck is this guy again it's a lot of questions for him but then they go off to their um uh potions lesson and what do you guys think of all these different potions? What do you guys think of the Amortentia love potion? Dangerous. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. And Slughorn mentions that. Hmm. He says, when you have seen as much life as I have, you will not underestimate the power of obsessive love. Bellatrix. Oof. Right? Actually, that would be really <laughs> good. <laughs> he must have given that to her. She'll do anything for Voldemort. Could he have given it to all the people? That would be great. I'm like, how else does he have a following? Hmm. I mean, this is. I mean, it's such a good line too because then you see the power of obsessive love in the next chapter with Marope and how she gave Tom this random Muggle a love potion mm. and she became obsessive over him. It was a little scary. But also, it's yeah, the only other time. person she was seeing besides her abusive family, it yeah, seems like. Agreed, so yeah. that's a little mm. different. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But. What do you guys think of Slughorn through like this whole lesson? Also, I want to know how big these potions are. Because any mm. kid could just get a vial and stick it in all of these <laughs> no, potions right? and seal yeah. them. I'm like, all these There ones. must be spells protecting yeah. Oh yeah, you just got it. 
Because otherwise, yeah, it's like, too dangerous. And the Felix Felices, especially, like, it's I know, so that's what I was like, like, I'm, I'm like oh, the winner. I'm like, yeah, any like, kid could just stick their hand away. Right, right. Slughorn's only used it twice in his life, and he's giving away to 12 hours schooler. of this potion yeah. to a random kid. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but don't use it in competition. Yeah, yeah. He just says, like, generic instructions. You're like, Please. any high schooler is going to like listen to you. It just doesn't make on. any sense. And if it can be divided and given in smaller doses, someone can microdose this stuff as long as they want, <laughs> split it amongst their friends and ace what would, tests what or whatever. What would Harry use this for? Well, at the least, you don't have to study and hope it's multiple choice and just start circling answers and you're going to get know. them all right. Yeah. And if he cheats and does something with Quidditch, I was theory, like, take win. this right before you fight Voldemort and there you go. <laughs> right, just <laughs> like, load up on this stuff. It's your lucky day. I know. It you're feels like win. it wouldn't hurt to have this basically anytime yeah so just save it for an important moment and a little bit of extra luck great but it's yeah it's weird so strange yeah the potions are really uh fascinating like this definitely seems like a more but they advanced have to level continually potions, take it it's not like a one-time shot what for it to keep Felix its effects any of these potions yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's a limited Seems amount like of you time. Have to just yeah, every like, what were the potions? Love last potion, Amortentia. Hours. Yeah, you have to keep taking Amortentia. You have to keep taking Polyjuice because that was another one. Yeah, Polyjuice. I remember keep that one. Taking what was the other one? Uh, uh Veritaserum. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's like a few drops. We'll tell tell the truth. We'll tell the truth, yeah. And then the Felix Felix Felicis, the liquid luck, mm -hmm. which you have to keep taking. He's at he took two tablespoons at breakfast and he had two perfect days. So a tablespoon, I guess, covers a day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do the math here. <laughs> Tablespoon you can't a overdo day. it. Too much of a good thing is not yeah, good. Exactly. And, but even the things about like overdoing it, they weren't as bad as I thought. But he, he said it's poisonous. That yes, you're right. He it's did poisonous. Say at the end, but it was funny. <laughs> that that he started. He started with like it makes people very overconfident, and I'm like, well, that's like yeah, it might be a side effect, but that's not exactly a deterrent. Like someone's overconfident, like that makes sense. But someone could could think oh i won't become overconfident that's fine i'll just remind myself that it's all the the potion doing it i also thought it's a side topic of yeah. this but the book right everyone is messing up like who is this author that is that bad at potions because they're all following this book yeah and it's and terrible the half -blood no, it's so prince bad. is the one fixing it so to me, it doesn't make any sense i'm like who why is this the author why are we still using this old and book? why are you still exactly and is the Half-Blood Prince an author by now making new potion books for everyone to use? But how do they figure <laughs> out what worked? That's just, it was just like, Right, but like, I'm just thinking some of these things just seem so clearly better that I'm like, why are they still yeah. using a book that doesn't have these simple things? Because the point is to make it easy for students to learn or anyone to learn, right? Well, if Hermione Maybe can't learn the it, point. then the, there's something wrong with the book. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So true. So that's why she was getting frustrated and I don't blame mm -hmm. her. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean... Again, I think it's uh, comparable to cooking. Some people can just follow instructions and it's good. But like when someone knows their way around the kitchen so well and like knows exactly what to do with garlic, mm. like there are some recipes that I will get mm. and I only follow this certain thing like with garlic. Some recipes will say like, you know, cut up some onions, cut up some whatever it is, celery or garlic, and then put it all in the pot. Let it like simmer for eight minutes or whatever it is. And because I've done this a while i'm like i cut up the onions first put those in let mm. those soften then you put the garlic in the last minute and then because you don't want it to get bitter right you don't want it to burn i know you never yeah. want to cook garlic for that long so yeah. it's like simple things like those instructions are wrong so i feel like the same is kind of true mm. in potions where they just give general things 
And like someone who really knows potions and knows how these things react with each other, they can pick certain things apart and then just put mm. those all together and like make something a masterpiece. So you would love potions. Maybe some sometimes. I think. <laughs> thought you were herbologist. I'm, I'm Chef Boyardee right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was a real throwback. <laughs> um, but what do you guys think of Slughorn? Because he's making mention of even Hermione, who's getting things right. You kind of, in a weird, endearing way, you kind of fall in love with him in certain parts of this chapter. Yeah, because he, he seems says, like, like a good teacher. Yeah, because he's talking. Hermione is talking about all these things and. Um, she goes, no, I don't think so, sir. I'm muggle-born, you see. Harry saw Malfoy lean close to Knot and whisper something. Both of them sniggered, but Slughorn showed no dismay. On the contrary, he beamed and looked from Hermione to Harry, who was sitting next to her. Oh-ho, one of my best friends is muggle-born, and she's the best in our year. I'm assuming this is the very friend of whom you spoke, Harry? Yes, sir, said Harry. Well, well, take 20 <laughs> well-earned points for Gryffindor, Miss Granger, says Slughorn genially. You kind of love him for this stuff. He's like a likable guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And I, I feel like um, I can't tell if he knew that that was going to be such an encouragement to Hermione and to Harry. And just like it was just a very nice thing to say too, yeah. to like bring it up, to give Harry the credit for it, to like it, uh, it felt very, very friendly. Could so it feels like he's a good teacher. He's friendly. Prince Slughorn. And this is a book that he learned out of when he was a student. And he gave it to Harry. He is teaching the class. That That's interesting. It was not a, an accident at all. He wants Harry to learn these things. He made sure Harry got his book. Or maybe McGonagall. She Dumbledore? would be the teacher of could it? it, though, wouldn't she? If she was that good at potions. Well, that brings up a good question of do we she... think it was an accident that Harry ended up with this book? Hmm. No. I don't know. Hmm. And if it wasn't an accident, who wanted it? Dumbledore? Hey, Slughorn, I just gave you a job. So uh, only one thing you got to do here. Make sure Harry gets this book. Because what if the owner of this book, they're alive. Wouldn't they? They wouldn't keep it. They have them memorized. Yeah, right, right. That's a good point, too. Mm -hmm. Why leave behind all these valuable notes? I would want to keep it. So maybe they are dead. Maybe I don't know. They got killed while they were at school? No. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Moaning I'm, that's why that's why i'm thinking it was actually placed there so like harry wasn't supposed oh. to take potions and then they changed snape to be dark arts person dumbledore mm-hmm. is like you needed to take potions so we're gonna change the teachers mm-hmm. so now you can take potions i'm gonna put slughorn there because he's gonna give you the book that you so need so dumbledore is orchestrating this whole thing and yeah, he manipulates everything, I thought, right? <laughs> and he's just sitting up at night writing all these notes out, just saying, uh, Harry's going to need this stuff. Let's get him he up to He needs to get up to speed with these yeah. potions. Hmm. I mean, I don't mind that theory. <laughs> it's not bad. I know. It there, could be. Yeah. Dumbledore is a master at that. So you're curious because you just kind of saw him manipulate things with Harry and Slughorn before. So you're like, is he behind this too? And he keeps saying he's he an open book Slug now, horn, mm-hmm. but he's too. not. Yeah, I know. He's dodging this uh, crusty hand thing all day. Like like five times. Like so, so, so many like, times. Not the time. Like I can't. It oh, probably could be five goodness. words. Like I know. Right. If I was in yeah. Harry's shoes, I don't know if I'd be like 
sassy about it, but I'd be uh, like, yo, Dumbledore, <laughs> you literally said you're an open book now. So just tell me the story. And like, what happened? You told me at the end of the last book, you kept things from me and look what happened. Now you're keeping things from me again. Yeah, and then you pull the series is dead because of you. Oof. Um, so it do, does feel like uh, like they should Shocked be able to. <laughs> but we don't know. We don't know. If, could he have good reason? Eh. His reasons in the past didn't seem good enough. Yeah. So I'm not sure he has good enough reason now to and not tell Harry. And why does he have the ring? You're like, hey, you yes, have that ring now. You're right. Yeah. He is keeping ring? these things from Harry. And he only wore it to get Slughorn back at school. Yeah. Oh. He wore the ring to get Slughorn Because he back never actually school. had a ring. Which you got you were saying that he did always have it. He no, didn't. no, no. I, I said we just don't know. It didn't address it, but now we know for a fact he didn't oh, he just got he it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I knew it from the beginning. <laughs> um, Jan one, Danny's here. Like, like, okay, you just I didn't out. predict the ring. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, nice. Um, <laughs> what does the ring do? Guys, wait, wait. Time out. We're gonna get there. We're okay. Get there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. We're jumping. We're like not two in chapters. ring discussion yet. Yeah. 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 Right, right. There's not yeah, one ring so. to rule them okay, all. Okay. Right but here. here's what's on this page all right here. Like that. Did Harry smell? John doesn't like when we turn. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we jump we around like order. a bunch of crazy people, and John's like, we literally go in order, and we don't miss anything. That's like, yeah, true. And meanwhile, we're jumping from book to book, yeah, chapter you to ask chapter, for like theories, wild. And then you just jump. That's true. Um. So. When Harry smelled the love potion, he smelled <laughs> the wooden handle, the whatever else. He smelled the flowers from the burrow. Then Ginny approaches him later, yeah. like in a couple mm -hmm. pages, yeah. and he smells those flowers. My question is, was he smelling... Ginny. The, is Ginny those was, flowers? Well, yeah. <laughs> or like, is it just like the burrow scent and Ginny just well, has no, the burrow no, I scent? Think it, or does Ginny wear this love potion on her neck or carry it around or feed it to Harry. So Harry I'm just gonna cut that off time. right here. <laughs> because it's it, the it's not the love potion itself that smells like that. You, you like if it smells different to every single person. So you can right. have one vial and it would smell different for every single person in the room. So you're just saying she has this around her neck. She well, I was saying like the scent would be different for everyone. So yeah, yeah. But whenever Harry sees her, he smells the smell that he smelled when he smelled the love potion <laughs> smell. That wasn't confusing at all. Uh, no, no. I'm just saying like because I'm thinking whenever Harry does, I like your smell offshoot theories. The I don't know potion. about this one. <laughs> this is too far. Um, because I was thinking, Ginny. We were talking about that. Ginny could be that. maniacal. She Ginny's could be the one. The, well, I was thinking. Why do all these guys love Jenny? Is she this smoking hot and she's this sassy? She is or girl. is she taking it from her mom? You know, the love potion recipe. It's a family recipe. Her huh. mom already admitted to her using mom admitted this it. on Mr. Weasley. Mm -hmm. So Ginny has access to this potion. Ginny so, is using it as like perfume. Well, I'm just saying like Harry smells the smell of the house. burrow and he keeps smelling the uh, what he when he smells Ginny. He's reminded of the burrow because it's one of his happy places, but also because she's wearing the perfume that gives him this flowery smell like in class. <laughs> I guess we don't know enough about it, but That's either way, he's got a crush on Ginny. That <laughs> is like uh, undeniable. Um, and I'm starting to think Ginny is out there brewing some love potion. Interesting. That's she's what I'm saying. probably capable of doing that. I, I, we've never seen her do much with potions, but... 
Why wouldn't she be? Yeah. She's go- so good with jinxes and other stuff. Everything. And she's if her mom everything. is showing her, you know, she's home crying one summer. And none of the guys like me. I'm just the worst. And the <laughs> older brothers are so cool and blah, blah, blah. And mom's like, yo. Let me, let me show you. Keep it so secret. But yeah. you know what, Jenny? This is going to turn <laughs> things around for you. <laughs> so, she uh, doesn't need She got extra. confidence. Yeah. But we'll you know see. what? It, yeah, it does give the confidence. And it, well. She also she almost died. Up, but, so I feel like after mm. that, you're like. Uh, I don't care what anyone thinks. I almost <laughs> yeah. died. So yeah. just yep. be me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. New lease on life. Um, so either she had a new lease on life because she almost died or she's giving everyone love potion. <laughs> One mm. of the two. Can't yeah. be any other option. I love these two different <laughs> ideas. Um, what do you guys think of liquid luck though? I don't quite understand it. Why isn't this the most popular thing out there? Again, because it's toxic. If it's can't <laughs> take it every day, it's probably unbelievable. Like even Slughorn said, it's unbelievably difficult to brew. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's part of the key of it, then. Yeah. I guess. Wait, so, so not every slughorn must be really good. So then it has good. to be slughorn's book. But you know what else is toxic? <laughs> alcohol, cigarettes, caffeine. You know, these are things that were like, alcohol oh, is toxic. That's why they call it alcohol caffeine. liquid luck sometimes. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Um. So I could just see people getting addicted liquid to courage. this. Yeah. And wait, yeah. is there gambling? There is gambling in the <laughs> wizard world. McGonagall. So you could place your huge bet. <laughs> Down some of the liquid luck, and your whole life could change in one day. I feel like you would down so, it before you place the bet. Yeah, good so call. You know Beginning the of the day, <laughs> then you place the bet. You go to the Quidditch match that night because you're gonna take all liquid together. luck. Oh crap! I shouldn't have bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's what how McGonagall. Would, can get what would you guys take liquid luck for? Danny's mm. down in some before he proposes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Before he bought the ring. <laughs> yeah. So immediately, uh, about 14 six days. Weeks, six weeks. Hmm. That's a lot. I don't know. I feel like there aren't too many things in normal life that require it, but those big moments, it'd be like nice to have. Asking a, a girl out. I guess, but well, that's in the same uh territory as Love Potion, then, where you don't want to get caught in that classic. What's her name? Marop? Yeah, oh, some people yeah. are saying like, it's Merope. 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 That's how he oh. says like, it. So yeah. how, does, how does he say it? <laughs> Merope. Merope. So you don't want to be in that Merope situation where then you think, oh man, this was magic or something out of the person's control. Do they even really like me? So it would be tough to actually do. If you had liquid luck, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to down this. But it'd be better to resist and say, nope, however it goes, it goes. And what's the regulation on this? You said it's it's like you can't do it for gambling or sporting events, but, but like, how would they how, know? No, it's not right. thinking. Yeah, unless there's like a way to drug test for hmm. <laughs> liquid luck, you know? Like maybe somebody like Moody has some like Play you know, the eye. He can like he can see yeah. it a little bit or like or, get a sense for it. Or like a counter th- counter uh potion that every before you go out and do a sporting oh, event, yeah, everyone yeah. has to drink a little, you know. And it like negates other potions. Mm-hmm. Wait, there is a thing that negates potions. Right? Um, that thing that Snape was teaching them in the first book with the thing that the goat has in its stomach. Or <laughs> yeah, you know whatever. what it's called? Oh, man. I kind of Bez- remember the goat It was Bezoir or a Bezoir? A goat oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yep. It's a stone in the stomach of a goat. That and you have to save like, you from, keep it in your mouth. But it can save you. No, it saves you from most um, poisons. poisons. Okay, so it doesn't oh. negate spell yeah, or but it uh, negates, potions. It, but it negates po- uh, poison, I guess. And liquid but there could toxic, be something. So. Ooh, wow. Nice. <laughs> so there could be something uh, similar to that that negates potions. I guess when you write essays in your margins, you remember everything. Right? I mean, when wow. I write, no, when I write, so I'm fast. the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> <laughs> we just Jenny's book it. is, yeah. <laughs> you weren't supposed to give it out. away. Ah. 
I'll marry right. a prince. <laughs> also, Harry <laughs> Harry beats everyone. Yes. <laughs> oh, There's your Hallmark movie. <laughs> there it is. Harry beats everyone in class at something. Is there a time in your guys' life when you beat everyone else in a class at some like guessing game or like some test or something like that that, you, that stands class? out? To you? Probably not. I have one small one that I remember. That's why I asked the question because yeah, I just remember. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> I think Danny might have been there, but in Ooh, music yeah. class, I was we were doing. We had to guess what time in something music was. Class? And it was the dumbest little thing, but I felt so good doing it. We were guessing the the meter or the time of something. And it yep. was a, it was a tough one, and uh, our teacher goes, "All right, so who do you think, or who thinks this is four four? Entire class raises their hand, and I'm going there sitting. I thought it was three four, and then she goes, "All right, everyone, are you are you sure about this?" And everyone holds their hand, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's definitely three four. And this is like in second grade, first grade. So, <laughs> oh my! And well, everyone puts their now, hands down, so. and she's like, "Who thinks it's three four? And I raise my hand, and she just starts cackle laughing she's like ha 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 jonathan's the only one that got it right and i was like you got it right <laughs> that's such a good so feeling great felt so good in that's that moment awesome. and you're confident enough to stick to i was gonna say i probably would have been like yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm wrong yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. what i think too <laughs> that is nice great. i don't think i have anything like that hmm be something well mvp does that count yeah Oh, that, you said that story a while ago, right? When yeah. you were just sitting up there, the your your coach was like, "Oh, this person is this, this, and this." Yeah, in your no. head, you're like, "It would oh, this yeah. person for sure." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's great. She is all those things." And then they said it was me. <laughs> I was like, "What?" That's so good. <laughs> that was actually a funny one. I wish someone recorded my face. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. There's nothing going on up here right now. <laughs> but if anything does come up, it'll be in yeah, my notes yeah. later. <laughs> I'll text you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll through this podcast. We're going to be talking about the ring and we're going to, Kristen's going to be like, wait, I remember one. Takes All me right. a while. Uh, we'll talk about chapter 10, House of Gaunt. Give me a quick summary for this one. Danny, you take this one. Oh, yeah. Nice. That is really nice handwriting. This book mm. is property of the Half-Blood Prince. That's mm -hmm. wow. nice handwriting in the book, yeah. Nice um, super short anyway. So this is, we're learning about um, Voldemort's parents, basically. I didn't really do a whole summary, but this is where we go into the Pensieve. And I say we, meaning Harry and Dumbledore. And, um, <laughs> and we. We all, and we all, we all do. <laughs> um, together, we are following Ogden. I assume a mm -hmm. relative of the person who did yeah. fire whiskey, fire whiskey, maybe, um, maybe after he retired from being head of magical law enforcement. <laughs> after mm -hmm. this, um, so then he goes to the gaunt house <laughs> where you got Mr. Gaunt and then his kids. I think that was confirmed. That's at least how I read it. Um, his son is kind of crazy. And what's his name? Starts with an M. Morphin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crushing yeah it. It. <laughs> um, and so we kind of go through that and then we learn how um, the daughters Maropi uh, Maropi how Maropi uh, seduces Tom Riddle mm. with uh, some love potion but Tom Riddle was married already no or it sounds like he was flirting with Engaged, a little a little think, darling yeah. but we don't know much about it yeah so this wow. chapter does open up and it talks about Ginny kind of scolds Harry for having this book because obviously Ginny mm. followed a book and it led her oh, to yeah, almost yeah. dying, like we said. Should Harry even be following the advice in this book? Is there something in this book that's going to lead him astray? I mean, if he's just following the potion ingredients, <laughs> I don't think so. 
But I know there's margins of other notes. Mm. But then he should run those by Dumbledore. But he hasn't even brought it up. I know. He hasn't. Yeah, him. I know. He doesn't do He's going back to his old way. I know. He doesn't Charing. question mm-hmm. things. He just jumps in. So he's like, I feel like he he's yeah, excited maybe yeah, like, oh, so I can true. actually be good at this now. Yeah. So he's just like, ooh, I'm going to hold on to this. Harry's yeah. a think yeah. second, do first mm. kind of guy. That's Don't really great laugh at that. for your life. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was waiting for that. You, <laughs> that <laughs> actually went over my head. That <laughs> was your fault. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, is Harry just an idiot to be following what's in this book? He just assumes good intent too quickly. Hermione was like, you got to be cautious. Ginny mm-hmm. was telling her to be cautious. They've been wrong before, but that doesn't mean they're wrong now. Hermione reported the firebolt. No need. It was fine. But there's like, this could be like the serious kind of thing where yeah. Harry is gung ho about it. And then Hermione's like, hold on. And Hermione yeah. is right. And there's not enough um, risk reward here. There's not enough reward. Like, what's he getting? A little extra praise in class? Of course. We love that mm. three, four signature. You know, it's like getting that stuff right is great. But like it's a buzz. Dumbledore has already told him what's at stake. He already knows he's faced Voldemort. So if there's even a 1% chance that it is something uh, sabotage or whatever. Well, what could it, I just don't get what it could be I don't be know what it could be either, but like it stands out, you know, like this isn't normal. So whatever it is, I feel like bring it up. Ask some questions. Even if you don't say everything. Hey, Dumbledore. Does half-blood prince mean anything to you? You know, like just talk about it. Get it out there. You know, is that is that would that you a have thing? done that in high school, you think? I would have asked those questions yeah. in sneaky little ways. Yeah. Um yeah, I would have gone to that. Slughorn, to you be honest. Definitely yeah, Slughorn yeah. collects yeah. people. I'd be like, hey, I heard an interesting rumor about somebody called the half-blood yeah, prince. He's really good at and then you like you start like <laughs> talking about it, just see how people react. Because a reaction, if if it's a name that somebody knows you would instantly know, is this a good person or a bad person? And that's kind of important. If they're still alive and if they're like, ooh, oh, such a sad story, then you're like, ooh, tell me the story. And Slughorn, he deals in drama. You know, he loves this stuff. So if you get him talking, he'd spill the beans. Does he know? Maybe. But if I was in Harry's shoes, try. Try something. Don't just follow blindly because that gets him in trouble every time. So like I'm saying, if I was in his shoes, even in high school, I'd probably be using this book and I wouldn't be that worried about it, but I would be curious, even if it wasn't for Hermione's reasons of like, it could be dangerous. I would just want to know more about this because it's yeah, like, this is a, seems like you. a treasure map, you know, you, you can learn a lot about this person and they're clearly really good at what they do and what else is hiding in those pages. So, uh, yeah, it'd be exciting, but How, I'd want to know more. Walk us through your process, Danny. How are you going to... Go and get Slughorn to give you this information. What are you doing? Are you bringing him, you know, like something that he really likes? Or are you just like, you know what? I would bring him something that he really likes. <laughs> it's a person. Um, you got to bring him like what you do is you make it so that Hermione isn't going to go to the dinner mm-hmm. or something. And then Harry says, oh, I'd love to bring Hermione. Although I didn't even think she was a good candidate because I didn't think Slughorn would like that. But you bring things he likes. So he likes goodies, treats little sandwiches he wants a little (laughs) high tea that's fine you bring some of that stuff and you bring a person that he would find intriguing and then um try to bring up the half-blood prince as organically as you can i'm trying to think of is that um 
my big fat Greek wedding or no, some show or whatever. They say, um, it's a great idea, but we have to make them think like they came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you just have to get Slughorn to think that he's the one who came up with the, the story like, Oh, Dang. this reminds me of the half blood prince. So if there was a way that you could do that and, uh, and have Slughorn likes to talk, he likes to hang out. So if he likes to talk, this is great. You just have to get into a position where he's in a good mood and you're with him with some other people preferably less people or only people you can trust or something um and and bring it bring it up somehow um like do it after everyone like leaves the slug oh, club yeah. and like try and like, bring hey, it up casually you know, by the way yep but I'm, I'm curious how you could bring it up i think trying to figure out what year this book was if there was a date in it that would help yeah was slughorn a teacher during this time was this before his time since his time hard to say but if you could get any more information um there's no um, Dewey Decimal System in their library, like we discussed. <laughs> yeah. You know, they can't find Nicholas Flamel, the most noted alchemist in like ever. Um, so maybe there's no Half Blood Prince book out there, um, but there could be. Yeah, eh, there could be. So um, is definitely going to search the library for everything about yeah. anything with this. So maybe she'll find something, some like little tidbits of information hmm. for that. You know, but yeah. Um, what do you think of Snape and Slughorn in their respective roles and like the new roles that they have? They're both pretty good at it. Yeah. Honestly, even Snape talking about um, defense against the dark arts, we don't see a lot of class, but it was like pretty good teaching. It was yeah. a little much because it was dark arts, but like I felt like that's how a class should be run. He's like, he's passionate about it. He's talking about the subject and going into specifics. Like, I felt like I was learning. Same with Slughorn. Um, it felt like a good class, you know? They're all learning legitimate stuff, some hands-on activities. Um, they're, they're double lesson with the uh, lab. So, mm. yeah. There's it feels one like line. a good setup. But remember when Snape covered for the Dark Arts and he had them reading the book? He had trying them reading to about trying. blow up Lupin's yeah. spot. I know. That's right. <laughs> uh, that was stingy, yeah. Anyway. There was this one line that made me immediately think of Jen because it says... Uh -oh. Well, I've decided that it's time now that you know what prompted Lord Voldemort to try and kill you 15 years ago for you to be given certain information. I'm sure Jen's like, all right, finally, it's about time. Oh, yeah, I know. And it was like nothing. <laughs> I know. I, I was excited. It was something, yeah. actually. but It's little tidbits. It's like you want It's just more. like I feel like it's every like 15 chapters. It's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get a little information yeah. and then <laughs> read half the book and you get a little more. <laughs> Because then you then Dumbledore you, is like, oh, it's story for another time. Yeah, I know. He just keeps saying that, which is frustrating. But do you think that he's right? He says this one line. I told you everything I know. From this point forth, we shall be leaving the firm foundation of oh. fact and journeying together into the murky marshes of memory. Love good like alliteration mm -hmm. or whatever that is. Into the thickets of wild, the wildest guesswork. From here on in, Harry. I may be as woefully wrong as Humphrey Belcher, who believed that it was the ripe time for a cheese cauldron. <laughs> like for brewing feels... potions? <laughs> yeah. Like he tried to make a cauldron out of cheese? He was, yeah, he, he was brewing. That's a bad I, idea. Yeah, read, yeah, it sounds like a bad when idea. When I heard that, I was like, yum. Not like fondue. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Oh, Humphrey. <laughs> um... That's not very comforting, though. Yeah, I know. You're like, okay, Dumbledore. like. But it's cool because usually Dumbledore comes with like 
presenting the, I've already got all the answers, here they are. So I like being a part of his process where he, well, at least he's making Harry think. He doesn't know. He's, he's like, it's guesswork. We're just, let's figure this out and together. And he got that guy's memory before he dies. Yeah, what's like, that all so about? so weird. Chasing him down, getting memories. And can you only use a memory once? Or afterwards, can he pull it back out of the pensieve and he had it in like a container? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I, I, why, does he get why, to keep that now? Can or is it a one-time thing? The... Like he waited for Harry so no, that he's together and it's gone. Yeah, I think you okay. keep, you're yeah. able to keep. Um, and why is why is Dumbledore hunting? Why did he hunt down this memory? What was so important about this memory? I think he was trying to look back to history when what could have mm. gone wrong for Voldemort to become who mm. he is. So he's going to track down people that have seen different stages all the way to parents being young. I don't know. That's what I thought. Yeah, the story is still not so solid. We don't we don't know a lot of details. Like, we don't know many of these things as you know fact. It was crazy you know? for one quick second. I yeah. thought Merope was... Um, Dursley. I thought, oh, she was treated so poorly mm. that she is Petunia. So I thought mm. that she was treated so poorly that what's his name? The ministry guy pulled her out of the house, got her adopted by the parents. Oh so Lily and Petunia God. were adopted yes. sisters. Holy. Uh, sisters by adoption. Nice. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that's so. Danny was right this whole time. She's a squib. <laughs> and no wonder she hates magic so much. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh my gosh, what if she is Petunia? That's pretty intense. It was oh, it was pretty good goodness. until we read later. That's why right, she right. hates Harry so quick, much. Yeah. But yeah. that's why it made sense to me. I was like, <laughs> she hates magic <laughs> so much. Um, this is. I mean, you, you right. even bring up another good question too. Is it how is a squib made or is a squib born? Sounds like a little of both. Hmm. She's she was not a squib. She wasn't. But if she, she kept, if she lived in that situation continuously, would she have become a squib? Hmm. Yeah, she like, wouldn't have had a chance. Yeah. And it could have been even worse. Because, oh, so then you can suppress it, like you were saying. Yeah. Oh, or they even said, like, uh, Dumbledore, I think, might have said the stress or mm -hmm. the way it was she was being treated made it harder for her to do magic. So once everyone left, it was like a weight was lifted and she could actually do it. But it was also weird because they kept telling her to do magic. So he was like throwing the pot at her and like do magic and it flew across the room, mm. but it didn't like, and it broke. But what if she was too like sad or self-conscious to even try magic? Then after not trying magic for a while, she might've just had absolutely Well, nothing. feelings matter, obviously, yeah. when it comes mm. to performing magic mm -hmm. or whatever you call it. <laughs> feelings so. matter when it comes to performance. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you guys are the ones that started yeah, that. Yeah, I know, and now you two are taking over. You know, I, I wasn't thinking it before. My mind was in a better place. <laughs> Me too. It's a new likely story. I'm thinking that. <laughs> oh my goodness. The missing information is one thing and also the missing people. So one of the theories is that this, not Merope, the brother could be the half-blood prince. If we're talking about prince of um, like the Slytherin heir, like he's he is the Slytherin heir. Or at the time he might have been prince and now he'd be king according to this heir. Um, because we just don't know where he is. 
So he could be gone and running away. And Dumbledore is trying to find out what happened to this dude. Yeah. Where is he? You know? Um, so this is just detective work. Like we need to gather all the clues we can and nobody's seen him since he left Azkaban. So let's look at what happened before he went into Azkaban. Did he say anything? Did he hint at anything? So, or maybe there's something that they have like some item or some heirloom or ancient magic. That well, there are at least two heirlooms find. we know of the locket and mm-hmm. the ring and Dumbledore now has the ring. So, hmm. I mean, okay, let's talk about that. What's the ring? What's the importance of this ring? Well, it cracked with something, right? Or was it always cracked or did it crack? So it wasn't cracked to begin with. I don't think so. It was a solid. I thought it was described as a solid black stone. And you speculated that Dumbledore's hand took the hit, but the ring absorbed it on the other no, hand? No, that was your theory. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just throwing out. I don't remember. This sounds a little wild. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to blame me for that blame wild Blame you. Theory? Is it that bad? <laughs> yeah, that theory is ridiculous. Jen, why don't you make you say that? Um, <laughs> you can't pass that off on other people. Come on. That was yours. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I'll take credit. I like the theory. Um <laughs> Not. I'm not convinced, but I, but I don't like the theory that much. I'm not convinced that's it. Um, <laughs> you just dissed your own theory. You wanted to put it on me. No, um, what does it mean, though? What power does the air have? <laughs> okay, John, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying my best to get you to talk first. Otherwise, I'll answer oh, first all the time. Died. It's the worst. Yeah, that's so sweet. Just, <laughs> yeah. i'll just be over here you know no, yeah like hearing your thoughts so what do you think what, what does a jewelry do uh, jewelry is just for show and you know it tells, hey, wait a second it tells people what if you're just listening to this you need to go watch this this is so great <laughs> subscribe to you're holding my lips <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. It's for show. I think the this. I think <laughs> I take too long, and he can't wait. <laughs> the ring. The, <laughs> the ring is to symbolize how pure blood you are. I thought so. That's the ancient like heirloom. I thought was just like if you had this ring, you were like a descendant of a pure blooded family. For Jen, it always comes back to ancient magic, something ancient. I know, because I know it's going to come back. (laughs) Could be right. Because I think it does symbolize that. And then. You think it has power? uh, Maybe. (laughs) Ancient magic. But what what I was brought back to is the last time the (laughs) air of Slytherin mattered. The last time the air of Slytherin mattered to us was when the chamber was being opened. And remember when that happened in Hagrid's day? Tom Riddle was able to open it. And didn't Aragog come out? No. Or was Aragog involved in that somehow? Aragog was Or was that blamed. just Hagrid's pet? It was just. It was really just Hagrid's pet, but and they thought that was a, it. Yeah. Oh, they but thought. It was okay, a, so that was a basilisk. Because I was trying to connect Aragog to that because of Dumbledore having spiders and having the ring. I thought it would maybe give him power to like give orders to Aragog or something. Maybe Dumbledore but was I trying to help Hagrid mm. make 
could Aragog be could be totally separate. Better. Yeah, because the fact that Aragog's getting worse, I thought. But wait, what about Dumbledore the ring? Have something to do you with didn't... that? Oh, I thought maybe that's how you open the chamber. With the ring. Well, because the air gets the ring, oh. so I thought that might be how you open the chamber of secrets. Um, and also the reason I was like, oh my goodness, because uh, in the last podcast or however many ago, I said jewelry matters now with the ring. And the only other jewelry we saw was the 1600 galleon locket in Borgen and Burks. You think that's the Could necklace? it be this locket? Mm. Because, and if it is, then what, um, what does the locket do? Or is it just that it's that rare? Like, but it would make sense why it's so expensive if it had power or if it was the heir of Slytherin's locket. But would, would Voldemort let his mom's locket sit in a shop feels a little weird the dumbledore Unless get, oh, the locket. Yeah. could Where'd that he... have been when draco dropped off oh wait did he drop something off because i was thinking he was, he was looking to repair something looking to buy and... something and looking to fix something oof well that would be pretty killer right there He's looking to fix the broken <laughs> ring on Dumbledore's finger, and that's why he can't bring Ooh. it into the shop. And he's looking to buy the locket because then Draco would have the locket and the ring. Well, assuming he somehow gets them both, um, he would have both those things, and that would be the pair. Boom. So he's saying, I need you to fix something. He says, bring it in. I need to see it. Can't bring it in. And then I need you to hold that for me. We know it was there. Hermione saw it. 1600 galleons maybe that's not even how much it was but he gave a high price because he knew hermione couldn't afford it mm. and then that would be enough to like get her off his case huh. but in my mind that's a viable theory look at his teamwork broken stuff and something that's a pair but why why would according to this theory Draco ancient magic want it? duh for ancient magic yeah <laughs> And you why have wouldn't to put Voldemort in a, already have you it? You put it in a potion and it does something potion? great. Well, Wait, but how, speaking of, what goes in the That is Voldemort became... Just blew his own mind. <laughs> That's how he came back alive. It was a potion. Mm-hmm. What goes in a Ancient locket? magic potion. The blood of Salazar Slytherin is in that locket. It really was, though. That's what kind of came from. That's why I uh, well, what? Is, that, is that crazy? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what? Wait, what? A little blood in a locket? He said the blood of Salazar Slytherin. Or at least his toenails or something. He says the blood of Slytherin. I know. Everyone's blood matters. Because it does. It what can bring the blood dark type back. are you? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> You're so obsessed with everyone else's blood, but you don't even know your own. <laughs> everyone else's blood. Yeah, you know, we go around in life, always talking about books. blood and stuff. Um, but what else is in the locket? Because lockets, they have something in them. They open. You know uh, what I mean? It could be a piece of hair. <laughs> or is it just a picture? Is it like a... Does it release something? Some lockets don't have anything in them. They're just called a well, locket. Well, they could be empty, but like why have why why not be a pendant then? Why do you know so much about jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to hunt for your ring. Yeah. probably researching uh, yeah, everything. I was researching pendants, an engagement pendant. I changed my mind about that. <laughs> um, You're in the jewelry mindset, I get it. I guess so. Um, yeah, as part of my Harry Potter research, I was researching all possible jewelry. Um <laughs> So what's in this locket? Maybe just a picture. Mm, nope. It's more. <laughs> Actually, it could be a picture. I love how you 
No, but can you imagine his own conversation? (laughs) That's so perfect because Dumbledore talks to his portraits on the wall. But imagine if you had a picture of like Salazar (laughs) Slytherin or something, and he's talking to his own portrait. His portrait is living his whole life with him. Then you wear this thing. You got a portrait thing that can whisper (laughs) sweet nothings in your ear all day long. (laughs) Actually, I kind of like that. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're just like, yo, portrait, what's up? I'm never the angel and the devil on my neck. And um, (laughs) what? It, it'd be your your little life advice, you know. You're McGee and me. It's your little guy. That's a really niche reference, but um, I don't know. It's it's just a cool idea that it could be a portrait. So that's what you want. For um, your no, that's just one of the five ridiculous <laughs> yeah. theories we came up with right here. Um, but if you can bring Catalog. Voldemort back, you could bring Salazar with- back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Teamwork. So you wait, you think like the locket would be a way to bring Salazar Slytherin back, or well, is it, it was just his like blood. his picture? Ah, uh, but that's kind of that's actually backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so could his blood be in the locket, or even in the ring? It could be the, his like, blood because the ring is dark, right? It's described as dark. Yes. So is it possible that the ring could just be dark because there's blood residing in the ring? Blood, blood there. Blood, yeah, 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 yeah. A little like uh, that's the Jurassic pure Park blood. Kind of thing. Yep. In the Stuck ring, in amber. Yeah. Mm. But why would it spill out? Because it's dried up. It's a great question. I don't know. If it cracked. And wait, who had the locket? Merope had the locket. And we've not heard anything else. And the father had the ring. So why? Because like, that felt who odd to me. Who is their mom? That she Did had she a die? gold thing on. I'm like, she's. they're treating her like garbage, <laughs> but she wears a gold chain on her neck. That felt weird. So I'm just wondering if that. If oh, there's that's something why to the that. half-blood like, prince kind of sounded interesting. Me. She is the princess. Like the prince. Yeah, but she's like gonna give it to <laughs> stick it to her dad. Hmm. Um, just like Harry asked though, this isn't even like a side note on this. Is this actually is like the stuff that's in this, why does he have to learn it? Why are this why is this the private lesson that Dumbledore is doing with Harry? Is it just important to know Voldemort's backstory? Because again, he goes, Sir, is it important to know all the stuff about Voldemort's past? Very important, I think, said Dumbledore. And it, it's got something to do, to do with the prophecy. It has everything to do with the prophecy. Because it's like you want to get all the pieces together and mm. have different sets of eyes on things. So you're not missing anything to find a weakness, mm. I would think. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But is Harry really the best second set of eyes like of all the people he could bring no because he has to, him, to be the person to perform so harry might be able to act. learn something here that would like um help him defeat voldemort or does he think voldemort is going to try to read his mind and he'll see that he hmm. knows information oh, on x y and z that's interesting what if yeah yeah like what if Voldemort doesn't even know some of this stuff, and Harry's going to be the way that he learns it. Right, he doesn't Dang. know that That's he's half blood. That's interesting. Oh, so maybe he's not. <laughs> no, he, he knows he's, he's half blood. Though. Nine. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, he knows. Yeah, he. Voldemort knows he's. Half he's blood. just lying to all of his Death Eaters. No, he's not lying to his Death Eaters. His Death Eaters know it too, or his they, Death oh, Eaters. He might, they might not even little... know it. He, but he he openly uh, said that in the presence of uh, Wormtail. And Harry, when he when he came back, he gave his little speech in and his said, spiel. Yeah, that does sound a little my, familiar. I don't remember all this of my uh, yeah, filthy thought, Muggle oh. father. Oh, hmm. hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, at least Wormtail knows about it. 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no one would believe Wormtail. I know. I guess that's the yeah, question. Would he would mm. he explain this? Would he tell this to his Death Eaters? No, he also believes that his so. mother hmm. is dead. He did not know his mom. Yeah. But so Dumbledore we, believes his mother is dead too. But they're still investigating, so <laughs> we might find out a little bit more juicy stuff. Because we don't know for a fact. Well, to be honest, we never know if anybody's really dead in this book. Yeah. Um, we don't even know if the father is, but it's safe to say by age Rock or something dead. else. Potion. We can assume he is. I'm I'm reading as if he is. No, but it both of these sa- kids. Oh. No, it said that. Yeah. You don't it believe anything. He died it of says. whatever okay. after um, he got out of Azkaban. Um, but we don't know if either of the kids are dead. They both could be alive. Um, they'd be old now, but they could be alive. So, yeah, I'm just trying to think. How old? Dumbledore? Well, Voldemort, no, we, we were doing some math on Hagrid was would be in his 60s, so Voldemort yeah. would be two. Yeah. So, in theory, they would have to be, she was 18. It was kind of implied that everything with Tom was. Yeah, having quick. Kind of quick, yeah, a year or two so maybe. Like, yeah, 20. She was 20. When so, she yeah, she, she was 20. Be- so we we would assume maybe McGonagall's age. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we we would assume that the brother and sister would be in their eighties right now. Oh wow! As old as eighty five, maybe. Yeah, um, but again, like that's so Dumbledore seems like he's he? maybe not keeping 70s? secrets. Dumbledore is old, older, older, older than that. Older than eighty. Yeah, it's kind of assumed in this. I think I don't. I'm not assuming anything. That's what I'm asking. I have no idea. Well, it, we don't have a lot of information. Yeah. Again, we just old. we just know he but was. Like, he's how older, old do so wizards live to? Like two hundred, a hundred, one fifty. We kind of question roughly normal. So he could have he could have taken some of uh his friend. Uh, the his sorcerer's potion. Stone. Yeah, the sorcerer's mm-hmm. potion. The, what's that potion called? The I don't know. Come on, guys. Let's Sorcerer's put our brains stone together. juice. It's there. <laughs> Sorcerer's stone juice. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. The elixir of life. The elixir of life. Oh, SOS. Whatever. <laughs> um, I need that. All right, let's go to the last. Yeah. We can talk about this more, but let's go to the last chapter. Chapter 10 or 11, sorry. Hermione's helping hand. Quick, quick summary of this one. Oh, Quidditch tryouts. Yeah. Yeah, and Hermione gives uh, a helping hand. Yeah, apparently. Yes, um, and then the trio visits Hagrid, where we find out Arag- Aragon. Is that right? Ooh, Ar- you're going in Lord of the Rings territory right here. <laughs> Excellent. Really? <laughs> you just said Aragorn, which is the character. Oh, Aragon. Oh, it must have changed it. Aragog. There it is. I love <laughs> I it. Like, your Google a- Drive. <laughs> whatever is- documents are. Doing. <laughs> apparently sick and not doing too well. That's all I have. Was there anything but else? We care about that. Sorry, I was distracted in chapter 10. What about Aragog? <laughs> He's still on chapter 10. Oh, because you didn't ask A bloody ask knife? Anything. Why oh, a bloody knife? He said he didn't oh, ask boy. No, no, it's not. We got to keep pace. Chapter. Yeah, yeah. We're already well, way overboard. But what else is in that? There's a lot in that chapter that we'll kind of touch on as we I always go just on. skim through my margins and I'm yeah. like, my only thing there was why he had a bloody knife and a wand. Yeah. Why would a wizard need a bloody holding, knife? Yeah. And whose blood is it? Again, the I'm thinking snake? the locket and the blood or whatever. Yeah. Did he just kill a snake? Did he kill something else? But again, a wizard, why a knife? He's got a wand with endless spells he can use. <laughs> and, Danny's, and bloody? I'm going to give nicknames to both of you. Jen's going to be ancient magic. Jen, ancient <laughs> magic. And Danny's going to be Danny blood and toenails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Danny so blood and toenails. 
so disgusting. What a great combo. Ew. Um, one of the themes, too, of chapter 10, I just have to say, is you trust, but you don't know who to trust because you still feel like even though Dumbledore is giving off certain information, you still feel like maybe he's holding back certain things. Like he's not telling the mm. exact complete story. He's going into what he knows. And the same point, you feel like Voldemort is like that. You're getting insights into his life that no one really ever knows before. And Dumbledore even mentioned this, I think, which is a really oh, important yeah. point that he said, tell, you can tell Harry or you could tell Hermione and Ron this, but this cannot get out really to anybody else. He was very clear about that. Yeah. Yep. Well, also, I feel like Voldemort doesn't like any kind of emotion except for killing people yeah. or dark. Because remember, even when he tried to take over Harry at the yeah, ministry, he hated, yep. he hated it and he left. So I wonder if knowing all your childhood history or the history of your parents and stuff would have some kind of a emotional effect that could counteract anything that mm. Voldemort would try to do. That's a great point. Yeah. He's typing it. That must mean good. <laughs> you have something else and I forgot. The helping hand something. Hermione's helping hand, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Oh. Well, Not like Danny Dumbledore's got. helping hand, which is withering and dying. Ew. I just want to know what the heck what happened. It's so annoying. I'm so we'll every see. time. We'll see, yeah. Um, okay, so they're practicing nonverbal spells. Um and they is anyone getting it? <laughs> no right. one is getting it. Well, Hermione, Hermione a little bit. A little mm -hmm. one thing. But they're still practicing and they look constipated because their yep. faces are purple. <laughs> purple. They need you know poo or whatever it said. Yeah. They it says that they overdose on you. It's hard to meditate poo. on something with your mind. <laughs> My mind wanders. <laughs> but they have they're Ten they're minutes. um supposed to be practicing this charm because they're talking about Hagrid and we'll talk about Hagrid being with his emotions. But they say we've got Quidditch trials this morning, said Ron. <laughs> And we're supposed to be practicing the Aguamenti, ooh, excuse me, Aguamenti charm for Flitwick. What do you think that charm is? Aguamenti. Who's Flitwick? I know Flitwick's he's a professor. professor yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I would just because of Agua, I was thinking something with water, hmm. but I don't know. And it can't mint, be. It never came up in the discussion Agua about being. And a minty. <laughs> yeah. minty it's it's mouthwash charm. That's it. <laughs> you dirty Perfect. mouth. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Voldemort's going to say the M word, and Harry's going to be Agua Menti. That, that goes along with wash the love his potion. mouth out with Yeah, exactly. He means the dirty mouth. Yep. <laughs> wash out that mouth. <laughs> what was that? What? The yeah, the um, orbit. Is it yeah. orbit? Yeah. Clean, oh. clean a dirty mouth. <laughs> Yes. Right. <laughs> augment your mouth with augmenti. <laughs> um, I think it would do something to bring water up out of <clears throat> its normal gravity thing and make it splash on people. Um, and then even on top yeah. of that, because they're talking about this in terms of Hagrid, is Hagrid childish for how he's behaving toward the trio? Hagrid? Yeah. No, I think they're being childish really? in how they're behaving towards him. Now, he is being childish. Um but he's just so consistently Hagrid. We knew exactly yeah. how he was going to react. And to be fair, the kids did too. They knew that this was going to hurt him. He's, um, I feel like he has very pure and simple emotions. Mm. Not to like downplay them, but like they knew that this would hurt him and they knew they could smooth it over later. Yeah. And it felt like I was not psyched with the way they handled it. Yeah. It felt like they're like, it'll be fine. We'll just like butter him up later. I'm like, 
but don't let them go through pain just because you don't want to be uncomfortable and then plan on making it better later. Like take him out of the pain, go, you know, help him now. (sighs) Even then they were resisting. They're like, Oh, do we have to go down there? Oh, but it's, we're so busy. I'm like, goodness gracious guys just go down to Hagrid. I know, right? we love yeah. Hagrid I'm like before they should have done this ahead of time yeah. and I'm just you know preaching to myself about this because I'm not good <laughs> at doing things that I don't want to do but it still feels like the kind of thing that multiple times we were like reading and I'm like yelling at the book like guys go to Hagrid he's the best I um, felt he was immature you you were mad at him yeah what got gotcha. you I was annoyed because I was like as the adult like you can't a little petty Yes, mm. definitely petty. And I'm like, they're at the age now where it's not their first, second and third years where it's like, oh, let's yeah. create little friendships, you know? Yeah. This is like they're going into their serious final years. They have to focus on their schoolwork. So we can't expect mm. them to just do his class just because he's teaching it. Just yeah. because they're so friends. I got an, and I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you're an adult. And yeah. like I work yeah. with children. So I'm like, you have to <laughs> yeah. you have to take the mature route yeah. when you're dealing with them. Mm. You can't expect them to come to you. Sometimes you have to be the one mm. to initiate the hard conversations. And if he was feeling that yeah. way, he could have went and talked to them. So I yep. was annoyed <laughs> with them. Do like you he's, he's acting Hagrid? childish because he kind of is childish? Like we well, were saying, yeah. he's like pure right, heart. He's right, a child, right. like childlike. I, you know? It, it right. sounds insulting to him, but this is how the kids always view him. They view him as the kid in the relationship. Yeah. Mm. he's bigger and everything but they view him as the child so i almost right. view it it sounds harsh because we love haggard i really do um but i view the kids as having to be the adults in the situation yeah. and they have to actually go and be like it's their job to be the bigger people because uh, they might just have a little more like of an emotional spectrum than haggard does um so maybe that's why i blame True. Them yeah a little i mean more. i see that but he he is technically the adult um so it'd be nice to see that out of him Mm. But maybe I just don't expect that out of him. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that kind of like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it sounds yeah. hard to I get say that. that maturity. Do you, did you blame Hagrid? Mm, I was, meh. it went back and forth. <laughs> yeah. The two. I feel like the kids should have went to him first and be like, hey, we know that we didn't sign up for your class, mm-hmm. but this is why. Mm-hmm. But then he shouldn't have reacted like a kid and been like, you know, having like a temper tantrum or not wanting to talk to them. Or whatever he did. Yeah, he really did. It was like a little temper tantrum kind of. And then I was like, is he really not showing up to meals because of this? I know. I was hoping we would find some more noble reason. You, no? Oh, maybe. Because he, he said, was out with then Aragog the Dumbledore and, whole thing. Dumbledore's mm-hmm. been missing as much yeah. as Hagrid. So maybe Aragog, Grop, other things. He might be helping uh, Dumbledore with stuff. Maybe. But if he was not going to meals just to avoid them, I was like, ugh. Talk it out, guys. It'll be fine. So even right before they go, even go see Hagrid, there it's Quidditch trials, and Harry is frustrated that so many people are, are are at Quidditch trials. And Hermione goes, "Oh come on, Harry, it's not Quidditch that's popular. It's you. You've never been more interesting, and frankly, you've never been more fanciable." Ron gagged on a large piece of kipper. Hermione spared him one look of disdain before turning back to Harry. <laughs> Does Ron love Hermione? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yep. And she loves him too. Mm. He's got it bad. <clears throat> but he also did something with the ball. Remember when she made a comment mm. about Harry? No, didn't she say? Or no, maybe it was about what's the guy that took her to the ball? Uh, Crumb? Crumb. Didn't? No, because... 
Oh, sorry, I'm going back. Even the wizarding tri- um, during the Triwizard Tournament. Yes, and they all thought Hermione and Harry were dating in the tent and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then didn't Ron get upset then too? I think that fan is upsetness in the flame. Yeah, I think so. He was yeah. upset before that, but I think he was even more like that. Probably drove him a little crazy. Um, there was something. And then she got upset that he didn't ask her out to the dance. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The yep. prom. Yeah. So it's been yeah. back and forth. Yeah. What did Mrs. Weasley, Mrs. Weasley got upset at Hermione because. Of Harry's. Yeah. They were dating, she yeah. thought, because she listened. Oh. She read the. That's right. And oh, yeah. Because she paid for Yeah. yeah. And so she, Ron's so probably at Ron summer even break. Know, I think the mom knows. to his mom. Mom, I love her. No, no, no. I think she oh. picks up on every time yeah. they're together when She's she comes intuition. for summer. Ron, Ron's honey, just use a mom. love potion. Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> I can't, mom. I <laughs> gave one to Ginny. <laughs> um, yeah, and but even they're um, not still using the love potion. It worked once. Well, yeah, yeah, and we don't know the details of that, but it's, <laughs> but it worked for Molly Wobbles. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking at the end of this chapter when um, Harry is confronting Hermione about it and kind of like, oh, you did the thing with the helping hand. like, um, And then Ron looks back like, guys, what's taking so long? I was like, oh, it does look a little fishy. And then I think yeah. is Ron getting jealous in that moment of like, yeah. why are they like telling secrets and stuff? I kind of feel like he might be. So I feel bad for him a little bit. Um, that tension of unspoken desire. So even... Like even the whole desire part too. Um, Harry mentions that he doesn't really ever get mail, and there's that one, this one line kind of stuck out to me a little bit. This, these chapters that he actually kind of wanted Lupin to write to him. I know. Yeah. Why doesn't Lupin write to Harry? He's a werewolf. <laughs> He's out. Can't hold pens the moon. in his paws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh. I don't think he thinks like that. Is yeah. He's never had anyone. Has he had anyone? Like I, I don't know. Wow, that's a great point. Does and he have family? Has he really like corresponded with people? And is even Seems is there a reason mind. why he's not writing? He can't be dead. Like is he he's going through something right now? He could be off oh. on a mission for Dumbledore. Or he's still he could recovering be doing from legit. Mm. Oh, recovering. He did look pretty bad when we saw him earlier in this book, mm. right? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, him and Tonks looked really bad. So they're Tonks, yeah. I remember, most. yeah. Um, uh, the emotion of losing Sirius for sure, and there could be more. But trauma Tonks of, like, is younger, I thought, and she yeah. stepped into her role. Yeah, I know. I didn't even think about what Lupin would be in the middle of or going through. Um, he might need a letter from Harry more than Harry needs one from him. Um, or maybe he just doesn't know what to say. And if it's another Tonks thing. He might blame himself in other ways too, because we don't know the whole situation. Or maybe he doesn't want to replace order really ended up Sirius. There. Like, oh, if I write a letter, that's what Sirius yeah, used to do. Yeah, I don't right. want to bring up like memories. Yeah, and Oof. I never really write to him. And Lupin seems like the overthinker of the group. Mm. So maybe <laughs> if you're right. And I think, oh, but they they did have a pretty good bond when he was there as a teacher. He yeah, was yeah. Uh, he was one of the best teachers we had seen up till that point. Um, so yeah, I'd love to see him write. I hope there'd be a good reason. I That'd mean, be Harry nice. can do a full Patronus, whatever that's yeah. called, yeah, that language. A full corporeal Patronus. Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> yeah. That thing. <laughs> um, 
a lot of uh so even like the patil twins their parents want them to go home and eloise midgen she's already been withdrawn her, her dad picked her up last night if you had kids would you take them out of hogwarts no i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't think so mm. I feel like you would think they are safer there. Dumbledore's yeah. there. At least yeah. you think he's there. It's like know. you would want mm. to, but are they safer there? Are it's they the safest safer? place? Yeah, I know. Oh, I feel like man. safer at the yeah. I think yeah. I'd be like, can yeah. I come work at Hogwarts? Yeah. <laughs> I'll right? be janitor. Yeah. I will do whatever. <laughs> I clean the bathrooms. Yeah. Just because we were seeing giants out in somewhere else in England, right? Like they were out attacking things and people uh, what was it um in london there was like a pretty big bridge, deal with a bridge bridge collapse yeah um, and so like theaters. that's like in the middle of cities and stuff so i i feel like the people would be thinking wow getting away from all of this is probably a really good thing dumbledore the extra charms the aurors the it might really feel safer up there um but again you guys just had the entire conversation that ron harry and hermione had they, mm. it's safer because dumbledore's there but dumbledore's, but dumbledore's not always not always there, there. No, but Where they, he, he also said there was a ton of spells protecting. Yeah, for sure, it. agreed. Even more so than they have the auras or whatever yeah. there. Yeah. So there so is a lot of protection safe. there. Yeah, but it also makes it a big target. Mm -hmm. So many people in one place. So yeah, I, I see both sides of that. But I think yeah, but I you're, would feel comfortable. Wouldn't there. you be more safe in bigger numbers too? Mm -hmm. Yep. Closer and you are to danger, the further you are from harm. <laughs> yes. What? Quoting Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yep. I'm catching on now. <laughs> That's our inappropriate humor. You guys have the inappropriate stuff that you guys keep to yourself. And me and Danny have Lord of the Rings. Woo! Wow. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be kind of like that. The closer yep. you are to, which is like in the, the heat of it, the further you are from harm because Dumbledore is there. There's a lot of protection there, like you were saying, Jen. So. Yeah. And Dumbledore, I don't know where he is, what he's doing. Yeah, do you have any theories on that? Is he out I feel like everything is just trying to find out how to defeat Voldemort. <laughs> so you don't think Dumbledore has that planned out yet? Like, I'm trying to think, is he still formulating the plan? Or is he... I feel like he's still, like, collecting plan? information okay. to seal yeah. the deal. Like, I think he knows, but he needs... A little bit more, which is maybe why he's getting Harry into the thoughts right. of some people. Right. Or maybe he knows that Harry just needs to collect these thoughts because that's part of how you defeat him. Or mm. he's trying to get more people on his side of the battle. Interesting. Recruiting more like he did with Slughorn. Yeah. Mm. Getting a few more people. Makes sense. What do you think? No, I, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, I actually come to think of it he could be out collecting memories like um because he got the memory from um ogden. ogden and so if but he died yeah and he got the memory right before he died right and, like, and it was the was first one they recent? went through we didn't really know I, I i thought of it as being somewhat recent oh yeah but I, I don't know it could have been sitting you know in his office somewhere for years um i mean we know the memory took place however long ago you know um, 60, 70 years mm. ago. And are there any teachers that are teaching there still that, that, that were teachers when like Voldemort was a student is McGonagall that old that she was teaching. I don't Voldemort? think of her as being Dumbledore was old. right. Yeah. Dumbledore was there. Yeah. But Slughorn certainly could have been. 
I don't think of him as being that old. I, yeah. In my mind, I thought of him as being like a little younger than that. Yeah, yeah, seventy Hagrid's age at maybe. the oldest, as young as maybe fifty-five or sixty. No, mind, he can't be fifty-five because he was talking in the past tense about being fifty-seven when he used his uh, <laughs> luck potion. Go, yeah. So, um, but he could have used it like a day ago. So yeah, that could have been last week. So he's at least fifty-seven. <laughs> we know that, but um, I don't think he could have been there. But we know that a bunch—not a bunch—some teachers, um, bins. Right, he would he was probably there. Um, Bins has there been there from the beginning. Right, he's like for all time. Um, are there any other ghost Seems teachers or teachers that are a little outside? <laughs> of the, you know what? Forens, how old are centaurs? Yeah, you don't know how some of the like Flitwick he could be really old too. Yeah, know? we don't know anything about Flitwick really. Same thing as Sprout. Some of these professors could just oh, be very true. very old. But a teacher would have to be quite old to be around then. Yeah. Um, Oh, the other thing with Dumbledore's age is we don't know how time turners affect things. Yeah. So if if he's spent any chunk of his life doing some time turner goodness, that would uh, that would some add time some, turning some years. Um, so yeah. Anyways, that complicates the math. But um, hmm. what do you also think of Hermione taking matters into her own hands and confunding Cormac? Oh, how do you like that version of Hermione? I like that she was, I think it was important for her growth that she was willing to do it, huh. but I don't like that she did it. But I also do like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was cute because it showed like that she cared for Ron that much. Yeah. And it felt like that, um, like she's like watching from the stand so nervous. She's like, um, like in mom mode almost. Yeah. Like she's like, I don't care if it's against it's the rules. Just, I don't want to see Ron in pain and like I want him to succeed. So I thought that was cute. Aww. Um, but I just, uh, I was like, I don't think it was necessarily the best. You know why? Because it would hurt Ron a lot if he found out later. Wouldn't it? Most likely. But maybe not. Maybe he would be like, oh, that's cute. Whoa. If I did that. It could shatter his I'd be a little insulted. You know, it's like like if someone loses on purpose to let you win. It feels good to win. But if you lose on purpose, you're like, oh, you didn't even respect me enough to try hard. For sure. And coming from, yeah, you nailed the sporting angle too. Because Harry and Hermione are thinking the same thing. Like, they don't want Cormac on the team because Cormac's a head case. Yep. Crazy. He's like a nut. But at the same time, if Ron ever finds out about this, he will, his confidence is done. Yeah. Absolutely done. Because it's saying... Hermione, you wanted to see me on the team, yeah. but you didn't think I was capable yeah, exactly, of it without yeah. your help. Yep. Ugh. And that hurts. But it's not like mm-hmm. she put something on him to make him better. Yeah, agreed. So I could That's a good point. He still made five saves. He was yep. him. And that's the part that stinks that's even for us. Why we read, we're like, oh, Hermione, you didn't need to do that. I know. Like it might not have mattered. Or maybe they would have gone to another shootout or whatever. Or Harry would have just had to make the call and say, you know, they Ron, also blame Ginny, which so Hermione could just mm. hide under that. Yeah. Like, yep. Not good, but she could. <laughs> it's not an ideal situation. <laughs> but I think it is good for Hermione breaking the rules, right? Yeah, I think so. She's done that a few times before. She's starting to see that it doesn't always have to be. She's done it for necessity before. She hasn't done it for something as like frivolous as this. Yeah, good point. Which has been, it's kind of nice to see her doing this, to mm. be honest. But it, it also seems illegal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it also makes me think of like the protections the that they have to put in. The like good luck potion. Yeah. It's the opposite of the yeah, good exactly. luck potion. Mm. Sorry yep. Bad luck off. potion. Bad luck spell. Mm. Yeah. This, there has to be some kind of protection for sporting events. Like the Wizarding World Cup, a bunch of wizards who have all wands and they can do whatever yeah, spell they want. Like, mm-hmm. There's got to be like a barrier or something like that. Uh, yep. that cr- crazy. 
But if that exists, then everyone could hide from Voldemort from that. I know, that's true. So. <laughs> that's what Hogwarts is, though. There's a barrier protecting Hogwarts. Yep. That's why everyone thinks it's the safest place. Ancient magic. Ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Gen ancient magic. <laughs> All right, here is another line. Um, this kind of stuck out to me a little bit. But how can he have done it, Harry, said Hermione, putting down the newspaper with a surprised look. We, uh, we were all searched when we arrived, weren't we? Were you? Said Harry, taken aback. I wasn't. Oh, no, of, of course you were, and I forgot you were late. Well, Filch ran us all over with secrecy sensors when we got to the entrance hall. Any dark object would have been found. I know for a fact, Crab had a shrunken head. <laughs> Crab had a shrunken head confiscated. You see, Malfoy can't have brought anything in dangerous. So again, what is this shrunken head? Because of importance. And did Malfoy sneak something in? If he did sneak something in, I feel like it could have been jewelry after all our talk. That'd be mm. easy to sneak in, right? Doesn't look bad. That'd be the easiest way to sneak something in, something that looks innocent but isn't. Because didn't all the, the Ministry of Magic came and took anything suspicious out of their house too? Yeah. Anything that looked like muggle, mm-hmm. like boring, they mm-hmm. would have left. So jewelry would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. For that. But Who wants a boring pendant or necklace or locket? Mm. Wait, didn't um uh was his name Ernie or Ernest or something? The the night bus driver? At least yeah. in the movie, he had a shrunken head. Yeah. Swinging from his mirror. So are they all bad? <laughs> I think it was just in the movie. I don't know if you okay. had it in the yeah. Because I'm like, shrunken heads, they don't they don't give me happy feelings, yeah. but uh, what do you use it for? Yeah. Whose head? Why do you have it? Seems like a voodoo-ish kind of. And yeah. crab is not slick with anything. Unless that was all a distraction so that Malfoy <laughs> could sneak by. Yeah, for sure. But it could be Malfoy's plan for it. It was all part of it. Yeah, yeah, you hold this. It'll draw all the attention. Yeah. And in comparison to your shrunken head, my little uh, necklace will look like nothing. Hmm. Hmm. And then final question in this chapter until we ask Danny if he has any more points he, <laughs> he needs. Um, they're at the slug or they're talking about the slug club and like a party that's happening. And I want to know what's the best party that you guys have ever been to. <laughs> best party. I still hate that name. Slug club. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. What would you call your club? I don't know anything but slug club. Ancient magic club. <laughs> <laughs> the toenail and blood. The toenails and the bloods. Bloody toenails. Instead of bloody knuckles. <laughs> bloody toenails. That's so gross. Hmm. The best party. The best party. It's been a while. <laughs> I know. It's been 13 years. <laughs> I'm thinking of parties as being um You've probably been to a lot. Not like out at a place, not like in a club or something. Yeah. I guess I've yeah. been to a lot, but I'm thinking of more gatherings. I don't think so much as parties. It's just yeah. like, you know, sitting around a fire with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And when I was in college, there was woods in the back uh, of our campus and we used to, me and all my friends would just go and have bonfires out there. And it was illegal and we got caught and they we got, got some serious reprimands for it. But <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> and that adds to the fun. <laughs> What? The adds to the fun. I know, exactly. I know, yeah. Yep. 
I don't know. Oh, boy. That, creepy that's not that. <laughs> We're not going. Wait, is that no. the woods where uh, you thought someone was murdered because of the fox? Yeah, because yeah, of the fox scream. Yep. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was one of the scariest nights of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, but even before that, <laughs> one of my friends went out there to start the fire. And when he went out there, the fire was already started. And he's oh, like, yeah, that, yep. what is going on? He, well, he like walks a little closer to it. And there's a guy squatting behind a tree. With his head poking out. Ew, that's so creepy. Did he run? He was like, hello. And he, the guy poked his head out and he knew who it was. It was like one of the weirder guys on campus. That was just like, he, the guy walked by because he like would walk in the woods and he saw this like place where you have fires and he's like, I just wanted to start a fire. And so he started a fire and my friend Joe walks out there and he's like, okay. Okay. And then fire in the woods by yourself. Yeah. Half hour later, a fox is screaming. Oh, that was, that was that the same night? Same night. Oh, oh that's gracious. creepy. So no he wonder. He's like, terrified. a murder did happen, and I just yeah. met the murderer. I know. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> but those those used to be like mini parties for us, and that was fun. I like love a campfire. I was just hanging out, you know. Um, I'm thinking of, um, I like the water. I like boats. And yeah. in Australia, we, um, we, me and Trevor, we lived on a, a big ship, uh, like a pirate ship looking thing. And we would have crew days, like not very often, but like once a summer, um, twice a summer maybe, where it was an off day. So we would just take the boat to like a cool <laughs> cove and then anchor it. And then we would all just like hang out, you know, drinks and everything. Mm. And then we would set up rope swings off of some of the masts and swing it out there. And I feel like that was really fun um, because it was very carefree, all food. And I feel like we worked really hard. So then being able to just like do nothing yeah. and hang out. Um, in a cool environment too. It's pretty that is awesome. Those were those you were only good had parties. one day off. No, no, we had days off every oh, week, but okay. not days where we take <laughs> the 150 foot long yeah, yeah, ship yeah. out okay. to a cove. You know, um, I was just like, whoa. Yeah, the the vessel was <laughs> off limits. Did deserve that one day, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't think. Nothing is like about well, backyard steam. parties. Yeah, we always had like barbecues, family barbecues, mm-hmm. playing volleyball. Or what about um on vacation, cool. family reunions, or uh, we don't celebrating big events? What about uh siblings' weddings? That's like a party. Yeah, Eddie's <laughs> wedding sounds pretty epic. It's before my Eddie's time. Eddie's wedding, <laughs> wedding. Before your time, you did know Eddie first, though. That's true. That's weird. Um, yeah, that was actually fun, and so it was. A good wedding is hard to beat. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, there's been like random like going out in the city when like college days and we just like walked into a bar and we're like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like a dance party? It happened to me like like three times. It's like they have a live band and then we stay and it was just like so much fun. (laughs) And then the other time it was like a random holiday weekend where everyone leaves the city. And we went into the city and they had a live band and they were giving out like those huge noodles that like glow in the dark. And like <laughs> handy. Awesome. Oh my gosh, it was that was fun. I remember those. There's so many though. Like Yeah. It depends on what mood you're in. Mm, you want like yeah. a chill party where you're just yeah. hanging out with your close friends or the dance party. Hmm. Or the rager. I've been to one of those back in the day. <laughs> or a our week-long rager at Universal when we finished the yeah. books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that party don't stop. 
<laughs> that will be a party to remember. My favorite party, party is in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like that. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yes. we time turned back so we could do this. <laughs> it's in the future, 2027. Right, Danny. Oh my God. <laughs> Danny, no, we're gonna be done this year. I promise. No, that was, no. Uh, something right. different. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. I thought she was saying that we're gonna take 2027 to finish. Oh, uh, I mean, which at this rate, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't to. mind it. You know, <laughs> it would be a chapter a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's getting like it's getting really good, guys. Um, <laughs> it is really hard to like good, put it down. Guys, I'm like, know, right? I'm glad that I finished this chapter today because then I was like, all right, good. I can read yeah. some more later. <laughs> Anything else in this chapter that you saw, Danny? Specifically, Danny? No, this is where the Aragog thing came up. So I was yeah. just trying to think if there was anything there. Like, the what is causing him to, like, start to, you know, die, I guess? And what will the consequences be? Is it the same thing that I don't know. Dumbledore has? It Like, is he turning black, you know? Oh, that's interesting. Like, again, the collective idea of things. Like, um, the world is becoming darker. Yeah. As Voldemort takes over, does that have an impact on nature? Do people uh, live shorter? Do magical creatures get impacted by the darkness? He's sucking the life out of everyone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, think kids were acting weird too. Little baby spiders. Yeah, yeah, they they were acting funky from the beginning. Um, Hermione closed the door officially on the Time Turners by announcing it. Yeah, here. yeah. Of yep. course, mm. it, there could easily be like, oh, well, one was issued at that yeah. point, or five were, or uh, whatever. But or. Even one of the Death Eaters grabbed one on the way in and yeah. the whole cabinet smashed, but he still had one in his pocket. But you have a little peace of mind. Yeah, but exactly because however clear it was in the last book, she really made it clear yeah. here. Yeah. So it feels like to me that was her trying to say, it's so, um, yeah, yeah, no That's like 90% sure. That's like in the fourth book when Hermione was telling Crumb how to pronounce her name. It's like her, oh, yeah. my oh. own knee. Rowling was just mm-hmm. so annoyed that people couldn't pronounce the name that she's like, okay, let me just spell I'll it out spell for you. Spell it out. And that's what <laughs> and this that was felt the same like. thing, yeah. Yep. Yep. Is Ron jealous? Yes. <laughs> um, Slughorn didn't look at Ron. Makes me not like Slughorn. Mm. Um, yeah, Slughorn's back and forth. He just kind of wants famous people. Um, it was weird that Mr. Weasley didn't find anything in their house, but the discussion around that like Harry said, he must have brought whatever it is to Hogwarts with him. Like, it's not in the house. It must be here. Or Jen's theory that it could just be something like jewelry. Right. It something could be plain. something kind of plain, whether it actually is plain or has power or whatever. I also just thought there are tons of places it could also be. So the idea that it either had to be at the house or here, I'm like, there are a million options. Yeah, Especially when you're a Death Eater, like, you could have just hidden it in the woods. Or you could have given it to Voldemort. You could have gotten a vault at Gringotts or some other bank. You could have bought a business at Diagon Alley under a shell corporation and just <laughs> put it in the back. Um, it could be anything. So I was just like, I'm not convinced it's at Hogwarts just because it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Weasley could have missed it. All right. And that was it. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, we'll keep talking about these. The House of Gaunt chapter is an interesting one. So we'll keep going over that as we go on. But give me some of your favorites. Who wins the House Cup? Who wins the Hot Tamale? And what is your favorite moment in these chapters? Hatsumali. Maybe Jane. Hermione. Ooh. Ooh, that know. was spicy. She was mm. a little. Yeah. Favorite moment. 
Uh, only because it's information. When you were finding out that that's Voldemort's mom, hmm. that hmm? Morapi Mar- hmm. is Voldemort's yeah. mom. Just getting like information in yeah. that chapter. That was probably my favorite moment. Even though it was like a sliver of information, you still love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um and i think also the fact that she was like um abused as like a Mm. child like that affects people so i wonder yeah how that affected him too i don't know um what's the other one house cub Mm -hmm. who's your favorite character in these three chapters <laughs> yeah, Moropi. Yeah, Morphin is Morphin your favorite? Oh yeah, Dumbledore. You gotta, there's a lot of people that pop up in these chapters. Hmm. I know. Sluggy. <laughs> I like Sluggy. that he's actually teaching though. Yeah, right. He's a mm-hmm. good teacher. Yep. Potion. So you wonder if Harry would be good even without the book in this book because he has an like adequate teacher. Because Harry scored yeah. a um, exceeds expectations for his potions, which is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second, right. second best score. And that's mm-hmm. actually surprising with Snape as his I know. professor. I know. Mm-hmm. So true. Mm-hmm. So, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was that? Slughorn. Harry? Slughorn. Okay, nice. As a teacher. Yeah, yep. Big improvement. <laughs> it was cool to learn about the potions, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was. And I like how he gave Hermione points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was and he's like, around. "Wow, cool. you're doing such a great job." And he likes uh, Muggleborn. <laughs> in general, yeah. In general. Well, maybe not in general, but no, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, he likes to give them credit. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Your turn. So it's um, the pensieve. As we knew from the very beginning. <laughs> um. I'll say hot tamale. Yeah, I'll go with Hermione, I think. Wow. Because um, Merapi just feels a little, uh, she's Voldemort's mom. I can't give her hot tamale. Um, spicy move. But, but what if uh, she didn't do anything? Oh, she did something. She did a couple well. somethings. Um, <laughs> she's, she feels like the illegal hot tamale. The yeah, exactly. Rapish. You can't <laughs> steal the hot tamale award yeah. from uh, Hermione or anyone else. Um and then I think, oh man, there were a lot of like really good moments. I loved the, even, well, I liked the pensive. I just, the whole idea of being able to actually go into a memory. So great. Cause it's so, mm. uh, the information you get feels so not only refreshing cause we love the information, but again, it feels like from a storytelling perspective, you're seeing something totally unique. Yeah. Um, you jumping back in time like that to a different, uh, yeah. different time is cool. Um, so I really did enjoy reading that chapter felt really juicy. Uh, but there were other good moments. Like the biggest suspense moment was when Ron actually made that fifth save. I thought yeah. it was going to go the opposite way. Yeah. So I was like, when I turned that page, cause it was right there and it was like the relief of turning that page and being like, he made the saves. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, so that actually was a great moment. Um, but who gets the house cup? Mm, I'll go Dumbledore. I think hmm. he's, he's looping Harry that. in on this stuff. He's bringing him with him and we don't really know the details yet he's still being a little withholding but but i like him mm. um all right my favorite moment was when mcgonagall was talking to neville oh, um yeah. 
Oh, I just oh, loved that, that moment so where it's like he needed that boost, I feel like. Um, hot smiley, I'm going to give it to Harry. He was a little sassy. Respect. The, there's no need to call me sir, professor. Yeah, that was. That was a good one. And this is very random, but my house cup is Katie Bell. I wow. love this. Love how yes. mature she was in that conversation with oh, Harry. Yeah. How like so true. Whatever I forget what she said, but I was so blown away. I read that part and I was like, "House Cup was going to her." She I didn't even care who to be else. Captain, hundred percent yeah. deserves to be captain. Yeah, because yep. he, he wasn't gonna have her try out, right? Yeah, and she was like, "No, don't do that." Like you have to, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to, you know. She didn't like jump on that right so away gracious. and just like accept so, it. Yep. So yeah, she, <sighs> she's hundred percent should have been captain. She was snubbed. Mm-hmm. She is so much more mature than Harry at this moment. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's a good moment. Um, I think my favorite moment is actually the Felix Felicis. The, the description of it in the book mm. was just beautiful. It's like hopping around. It's like everything's contained perfectly and just how he kind of described that. And just the idea of liquid luck is kind of a cool, mm. a cool potion. So I, I loved reading about that. Um, my hot tamale is Horace Slughorn because he just knows how to work a class so well. Yeah, he does. And he just oh, like, yeah, dramatic pauses at the right moment. <laughs> yep. Like how he, even how he interacts with Hermione, he's, he's a hot tamale there. I, I think he's, I kind of like him here. And then I'm going to say my favorite is probably, um, like a combination of Dumbledore and Harry. Because of their back and forth. They're still not telling each other everything, I feel like. But they're getting closer to things. They're like circling each other. And even how they're communicating, it just seems like it's leaps and bounds from what it used to be. Like Harry's asking more questions. Dumbledore is kind of coming up with more answers except for his hand. So I I think both of them are kind of my house cup winners. I think both of them show are showing strides of growth in their relationship, which I, I really like. So that's what I got. Mm. thanks for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the first time readers good night to all (laughs) there's a definitive point in the podcast and we all get really tired we're like alright let's go (laughs) Move it along. <laughs>